Hey, 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 we've got a quick announcement before the episode starts. We've been teasing this for way too long. The time has finally come. The merch drop is live. Go pick up some new We Don't Wanna swag in the description down below. You can also check the Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Wanna Pod to see more details about how to get this sweet ass new merch. Do it now. Time's running out. Welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy comes in. We are your hosts, I am Zach, and joining me as always, he just got back going funeral attire shopping with his big boy Grop. It's Scotty Westside. Yeah, me and Grop needed, uh, you know, some some nice morning suits. Uh, you know, it's it's a very troubling time, and Grop Hagrid didn't know what to get Grop. He couldn't pick him <laughs> out anything. I had to help. I needed a new suit myself anyway. So yeah, it's because you don't fit in any of your old ones. Wow, just shot across the bow. Just so unnecessary. Calm my fat ass out. That's not cool, man. I mean, we talk about how both of us are fat asses. I feel like pretty often. Uh, we do. It's true. Maybe we should like not be so lazy and exercise more. Nah, we don't want to work out. Ah, you yeah. see what I did there? No. <laughs> we don't want to work out. Oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. Are What's you a the name fucking moron? I am a fucking moron. <laughs> Absolutely. <Christ>. Absolutely. 100%. Dude, I've got to tell you, man, I uh doing that intro just didn't feel right. It it was too lively. Oh yeah, that was our liveliest intro ever. I mean, it was just like it, like I just felt like I shouldn't be yelling i shouldn't sound happy it's you just could, you could have done more asmr we've done that there's a time before. and a place yeah i could have done asmr you 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 should have done a very monotone and we are gathered here oh we should have done like a my <laughs> ew my, <laughs> god damn it <laughs> we are gathered here today to do the We Don't Wanna podcast. To celebrate the life of Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Brian Dumbledore. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ugh, yeah, what a man. time. Yeah, look, before we jump into the Harry Potter stuff, man, how, how in the fuck are you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. Yeah? Uh, li- living the dream. Happy to be alive. What a time to be alive. I fucking hate it when people say live in the dream when they when they're asked how are how are they doing? I say that all the time. You're the mostly worst kind sarcastically. Of mostly yeah. sarcastically. Yeah. Because it means that your life is shit. That's what it fucking mm, means. And you're just I mean, getting by. <laughs> if you were sincere about it, it wouldn't mean your life is shit. Yeah, but, but uh, people don't say that when they're sincere about it. That's probably true. Uh, I'm sure someone does. Someone who's living the dream. Listen, it's just a generic nothing answer. 
when you know people yeah. acquaintances co-workers are just like how you doing man yeah living the dream what do you want me i'm not gonna fucking unburden all of my problems dude like, no you know what you know which one's worse what another day another dollar another, yes that's what i was <laughs> gonna say it's certainly not as bad as that one that's the other ultra generic response that everyone tosses around. And I, you know what? I don't even blame anyone for either of those because it's like, there's, what, what do you want? Uh, what do you want? We're not going to have a deep conversation me? about life right now. Come on. Come on. No, neither of us really wants to do that. We're only being polite. I saw this, I saw this post that was, uh, it was like, man, the people who say, when, they, when they're asked, how are you? And they say, oh, you know, it is what it is. Oh, Those people are fucking terrifying yeah. because they have accepted that there's nothing you can really do about <laughs> life and you're just fucking here for the ride, man. Like I, I do say that one a lot too. Just, yeah, it is what it is. Anytime it anything is is, goes man. wrong, it's like, whatever, man. It is what it is. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck, man. Well, that's good. You're having a good week, dude? Yeah, it's fine. How about yours, buddy? What are you up to? Um... I've actually, overall, I've had a good week. Uh, I got to hang out with some family today. Uh, it was really nice. Amanda's uh, mom has a ranch a couple hours outside of Austin and got to go down there and hang out and have some drinks and have some food, and it was good. Um, but the fucking worst thing, though, and I, I, um, I feel sorry for you, is okay. I got home, so I've been, I've been out all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got home and my fucking AC is out. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert: we live in fucking Texas, <laughs> so hot this ass sucks. Texas. Yeah, dude, hot as balls ass Texas. And uh, this this is not tight, so yeah. it's it's real hot. This is what I put up every fucking week when we record, buddy. You fucker. Yeah. At the very least, you can leave your closet and go to a cool apartment my my house is is no i have to turn off the ac in my entire apartment or it's loud as balls oh i didn't know that there is no yeah there is no like zone cooling in my fucking one bedroom apartment you (laughs) dipshit i mean i thought that you were just away from the sound in your closet you could dude you're in your is there a vent in your closet there's absolutely a vent in here oh wow jeez it's a big closet it's a fancy closet. Oh, that's right. You do have a massive fucking closet. It's pretty big. That's why his I'm in closet, here. His closet, I mean, yeah, I was, about to, I was about to make a joke that your closet could be like a small office. You literally have I, your laptop, yeah, yeah, mic, everything set up in your closet. Sort of my office. Um, that's so funny. It's just an office with all my clothes. <laughs> It's just like a normal office. Just I got my clothes around me. All my, all my, yeah. my good clothes friends. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's hot as balls. Always in here. Yeah, it's um, not tight. I also feel really bad for my dog, man. She's been she's just been home here inside, and I mean, like, l- luckily it stayed much cooler inside than it is outside. Sure, so, like, sure, sure. It's fine. Yeah, that's good. Is, it, is, is Athena okay? She doing all yeah, right? Yeah, she's she's good. She's good. She's got plenty of water. She's fine. Uh, but yeah, it just it just sucked. You know. Yeah. It terrible. Um, but we. Man, we have a lot to discuss. We do. This is going to be a busy episode, I feel yeah. like. And to kick it off with being busy, we have had a friend 
and listener of the pod. We got more uh, fan mail. We got some fucking fan. It's mail time. Hey, did you see, by the way, did you see that fucking Steve from Blue's Clues yes, video? I did see that. It was like heartbreaking. What in I, the fuck is happening? I don't know why I saw that, but I did see it. I, I, I never watched Blue's Clues. And gotcha. I don't have any like affinity or like, you know, like nostalgia for that. Sure. But I still watched that entire video <laughs> somehow. I, I don't know why. <laughs> well, on Blue's Clues, they have it's mail time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's mail time. It's, it's swag bag time. You know, we love getting bag. swag. Jamie will hold the My Favorite Fan Award because she got a swag. Uh, let's see if someone has dethroned her. Yeah, so we have we don't know what this is. Scott and I are about to open this up. This is from uh, our good friend Cat, by the way. Yeah, so Chaz Kat and Cat is uh, a listener of the pod. She is a friend IRL, and she sent us some shit. I hate she that also you just fucking said friend IRL packaged this thing. Yeah, dude, fucking like goddamn Fort Knox. There's up in this bitch. so much tape on this box. How, I have never you, seen Kat, what so the much fuck? tape. I didn't know this much tape existed in the world. <laughs> I'm just going to slice this bitch. Yeah, I'm slicing this up. Okay. What do we got here? I don't know. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. You, damn, you already got yours? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm amazing. I you got to slow the fuck down, Scotty. I got a knife. Oh, you got a knife? Oh, hell yeah. I got a... <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Just in case it's the same thing. Well, uh, yours might be slightly different. Oh, my God. Cat. Seriously? Cat, this is so much goddamn this is, tape. This is absurd. <laughs> Who the fuck? What the fuck? Who did this? Whose mans is this? Come get your mans. Oh, my Lord. Okay, I finally got the paper off, and it's still a box that has more tape that I got to open. Oh, yeah. I cheated then. I had already gotten the paper off. Oh, gotcha. I was afraid that it would that I that would give it away what it is. So hold on. Hold I on. didn't even think of that. I you're I, I cheated. I got ahead of you, but I'm still better than you. <laughs> you fucking cheating sack of shit. I'm a cheating sack of shit. I got the paper off. I just had to cut through the 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 sixteen layers of tape. Okay. You I just guys should e see Zach on cam right now. I need everybody to know. That, like, this isn't regular, like, scotch packing tape. There's fucking, like, electrical tape. Like, There's, like, six different kinds of tape. There, yeah. There is the scotch packing tape. There's regular scotch tape. There's duct tape. There's, like, some kind of, like, Chinese ultra tape that I'm, I, it, I'm pretty sure it's used on the space shuttle. Okay. Zach is, right. like jerking around in his I can't see what's okay, happening. I got, it. I got it. I can only see Zach's upper half, but he is struggling. He's struggling hard. Oh shit. Did you get a face mask? That was the first there's more in this box, but this is the first I got a Slytherin face mask to tell the world how evil I am, I guess. No, I got Okay, we definitely got different things. Well, okay, hang on. I got some, there's more in here. Are you sure you don't have a face mask somewhere in yours? Um. Holy shit, there's a fuck ton in here. Yeah, I... 
don't, there's I don't three have a face mask. There's three goddamn shirts in here. Yeah, okay, okay. I have shirts also. <laughs> I got a face mask and you didn't? I guess Suck so. Suck it, dick. Dude. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. That's amazing. Oh my god, that is amazing. Holy shit. That's very, very oh my god, and this one just says prunts. <laughs> just Dude. prunts. We talked about a shirt that just said prunts. Oh, that's so good. Wait, wait, wait. Did you look at the back of the gray one? Uh, I'm looking at the gray one now. Oh my god, Scott, this is this is maybe the best thing that has ever existed. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, these are these are all way too difficult to describe. Uh we will put pictures up, I'm sure. Oh my goodness. Holy lord. Cat, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Holy Jeez, cow. dude. Wow. Talk about going above and beyond. Dude, that uh, cat, you are Hell a goddamn yeah. MV fucking P, dude. That's fucking rad. I will cherish those forever. Um, that is some good stuff. I love <laughs> I love some good. Up on a Thursday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I I, I got to say like as good as those others are. The shirt that says Just Prunts is amazing. Uh, the joke that I made and thought was great, turned on, hated, coming back around on it. That, that it's, it's, it's inescapable. It's part of my life now, I guess. So I have to accept the prunts. Dude, you want to know what's, what's actually incredible? What? So. <laughs> How fast she did it? Like that what? episode like just came out. I yeah, feel like. not only that, but also uh, when we were joking on the pod about uh -huh. doing a shirt that said just prunts, mm -hmm. I said, yeah, in like shitty like Comic Sans <laughs> yes, font. It's literally right. in Comic Sans. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is so <laughs> funny, dude. <laughs> it's really, really good. Cat, you're a motherfucking legend. It's real good. That is amazing. Oh, dude. shit. I really like this. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit too. Perfectly describes our podcast, you know, when you think about it at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, oh my lord. God damn, that's so funny, dude. That is very, very funny. Good stuff. Swag bag uh, is, a, is a hit. Yes. Love it. Love a good swag bag. And that, that one is a legendary swag bag. Wow. <clears throat> All right, so... Scotty, we have a lot to talk about, man. This we is, have a uh, decent amount. I feel like, you know, this is obviously going to be the last three chapters of the Prince of All Saiyans. I mean, the Half-Blood Prince um, book here. And the book wrap-up episodes, we tend to go a little long on because we, you know, we inevitably do. I tend to go a little long on everything, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> nope, you sure don't. <laughs> Uh, don't ask know, anybody we'll do a, a book wrap up I'm sure we'll do a, a looking forward a ranking all that good stuff um yeah 
before yeah, there's... Be- before you are allowed to to fucking steamroll this thing. Before I'm allowed to. Oh. Yeah, okay. allowed to. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I do the intro. I'm the Harry Potter fan. I fucking tell you. Okay, tell me. <laughs> I'm going to learn today. You going to learn today. Uh no, dude. I I was unbelievably choked up while I was driving home today. Okay. To come do this because I was like, "You know what? I I don't often like read the chapters of what we're going to discuss cuz I I have sure. read the books within the past year. It's still right. pretty fresh. Um and your you driving the show is literally a walkthrough, right? And right. I have my book with me always open, you know, when yeah. we are doing this. So, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to these last couple chapters. As I mentioned, it's about a couple hours outside of Austin where I was at. So, I, I had a few hours to drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I was like, I'm going to listen to these chapters. Your boy, Jim Dale. My boy, Jim Dale, uh, got me right in the bunghole. I mean, actually, in the heart. He hit me right <laughs> in the heart. But, oh, dude. Um... Some some of these some of these scenes, and I'm just gonna say this for me. I'm uh-huh. I don't need you to agree. I would hope that you do, but some of these scenes are just heart wrenching. They are very emotional, yes. very moving. The and, the last uh, chapter is is very very touching. Oh, oh fuck um, yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure. That we're so, probably getting a little bit of our head of ourselves with that, but it's fine. Um, it was just an, it was just an overarching statement. I just wanted to get a chance to say. That. I listened to these chapters and. I got a little emotional in the car on the way home. For sure. I feel like I feel like all week like you were super hyped for me to obviously uh you know talk about and for me to read last week's batch. Of course. But also like this week like I feel like you know we talked about how I I might read more that night right after we recorded and like literally like a half an hour after we finished recording zach texts me he's like so, so so are you reading have you have you read it have you read more and i'm like no bitch leave me alone i feel like you you were super excited for me to read these and to talk about them i mean as you always are but right of course like last last week's chapters I mean, it's safe to say those. That's the climax of the book. Yes, definitely. Although some of that bleeds into this first chapter. Well, here. yeah, it kind of carries over into this first chapter, yeah. chapter twenty-eight. But, but for the most part, like the mission, the big theme of the book, right, was the last two chapters. And obviously, I'm insanely excited to talk about these with you. Um, but it's uh, other than this first chapter, it's not as much like shocking, like, oh fuck. It's just right. insanely good quality it's, throughout. It's the fallout of what happened. It's, it's yes. you know, it's the result and, you know, kind of dealing with this obviously big event that has taken place with right. Dumbledore's death. Um, And yeah, I'll, I'll give it, you know, quick tease here. Stay to the end of the episode because we will have one more important thing to talk about. Um, that I'll tease here, but we'll reveal later. So stay tuned. Um, what the we'll fuck talk are you about. talking about? Ah, this is my fucking podcast. No, it's, Scott. that's mine now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We will talk about it after we finish the book wrap up here. Um, okay. So how's that for a teaser? Oh, I think you I know what it skank. is. Skank. I I do think I. I know bet what you it is. do know what it is. You know. I mean, you're dumb, but you're not that dumb. Anyway, 
Excuse me. Excuse you. All right, let's let's fucking do this thing, dude. Flight of the Prince. We're really 28. we're really beating around the bush here. Um, the old bush and bang. Beating around your say. bush. Oh boy, let's jump in. <laughs> chapter twenty-eight. <laughs> this chapter is quick. It's not. It's not very long. It's short, but it is action packed and before. hype as hell, man. Oh yeah, it is. Um, I enjoyed this chapter a lot. So obviously, where we last left off was the death of Dumbledore, the abracadabra delivered from Snape. Blasting him off the tower. Um, Did you read the last chapter, or not the last chapter? I'm sorry, the last like paragraph or anything before you pick this up? Because you did wait a few days, right? Um, I, I was like the next day. Uh, no, okay. I, I remember what happened. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I do that. I do that often with <laughs> okay, with like a lot enough. of books I read, like not just this. So the Dieters and Snape leave with Draco in tow. Uh, Harry realizes he can move again. Uh, the spell that Dumble had placed him under, uh, is out of effect now that he is dead and he jumps up real quick. He manages to petrify one of the Dieters in the back as they go down to the tower and starts to give chase. He, he has this thought in his head that if he somehow manages to catch Snape, he can fix or reverse what happened. Uh, which, so naive and it's so it's so heavy it is it's it's naive it's heavy but it's like that's just this one thing that is like driving Harry through this chapter and it's like you know driving him with this intensity and it's it's like very kind of sad and soul crushing but I, I totally get like having that thought of just like you latch on to one thing as like no I can fix this I just have to do this I can fix this I just have to do this so so he is going after Snape with a vengeance for multiple reasons here. Um, he so, so they're going down the tower. Big fight still going on. Um, Harry somehow petrifies the werewolf. Uh, what's his name? Fenrir. Fenrir. Even though Fenrir, A, caught him by surprise, and B, was on top of him before he could even raise his wand. And I'm like, yo, werewolves suck ass. Like, this dude sucks. He literally, like, caught Carrie completely by surprise, jumped on him before he could do anything. He He's not a... He's a man right now. I know he's a man right now, but, like, what are you doing, buddy? What are you doing? He was talking about how he was going to do all this throat ripping. Why didn't he rip Harry's throat here? He sucks. Werewolves suck. I'm, I'm totally convinced of that. You think Lupin sucks? <sighs> God damn you. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just not like, they kind of just address this later about like, oh, he wasn't fully transformed, whatever. He wasn't of his powers, but I'm, I'm sticking with what I wrote here. Where we'll suck ass. So, uh, okay. I don't care. Yeah. Good. Harry sees two bloody dead bodies that he steps over here, but he doesn't look to see who they are. And I'm like, I need to know. Uh, obviously, I, I find out later what's happening. I need but to know. God damn it, no. He sees Ginny, Ron, Neville, Lupin, McGonagall, and Tonks alive fighting. So it's none of them I knew at this point. Uh, Harry runs after Snape, fighting some more Dieters along the way. They get out onto the grounds. Uh, they're trying to get through the gate so they can then apparate. 
Hagrid busts out of his hut. He comes out to try and stop them. He they're they're fighting Hagrid. Hagrid is involved in the brawl now at this point. Um Harry gets into into range to be able to launch spells at Snape. Um, who then turns to face Harry after sending Draco on. He's like, get the fuck out of here, and turns to face Harry. Dieters also blow up Hagrid's cabin. The fuckers. Not cool. Not cool. Not okay. So he kind of leaves the fight. He runs back to his cabin to get Fang out because his dog Fang is in there. So he's kind of out of the fight for now. Harry starts throwing some hot shit at Snape, or he at least is trying to. But Snape is just, like, blocking everything before he can even get it out. Um, I, I couldn't tell if this was just Snape... Bl- it almost seemed like he was occlumencying him and knowing what he was going to throw you, out yeah. and, like, stopping him before he actually even did the spells. Well, <clears throat> he... So, like, they, they talk in the Defense Against the Dark Arts class of, like, if you can cast nonverbal spells, it gives you that split-second advantage. And mm-hmm. Harry's not doing anything nonverbally. So, no, right. regardless of legitimacy or occlumency, like, as soon as the words are about to leave Harry's, or, like, as they're leaving his mouth, Snape can nonverbally react. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. I gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, so I guess that's basically what happens here. Harry is, like, starts to yell Crucio. He gets, like, halfway through the word, uh, but Block just, or Snape just blocks him immediately. And Snape tells him, no unforgivable curses from you, Potter. Uh, You haven't got the nerve or the ability. Just continues to dunk on him. Fuck. Um... He tries in Cars, I don't know, because he cuts him off again. In Carcio, is that a spell? Uh, um, Snape very lazily just blocks that shit. But Snape is only like blocking and deflecting. He's not throwing anything back at Harry. And this pisses Harry off more than anything. He screams, Fight back at him. Fight back, you cowardly. This is what pisses Snape off. Coward, did you call me, Potter? Your father would never attack me unless it was four on one. What would you call him, I wonder? Uh, Harry tries stupefy, blocked again. Uh, Blocked again and again until you learn to keep your mouth shut and your mind closed, Potter. That was the line that I was like, oh, is he like reading his mind? You know, more or less. I, I, I think it's kind of like an active thing for Snape, uh, like especially like in a duel. Mm-hmm. Um, like if Harry was going to be like if he had the prowess to non-verbally cast these spells. Sure. Snape would still have the edge because Harry can't close his mind. Right. OK. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's basically just blocking everything Harry throws at him, but he's not fighting back. Uh, he tells the other Death Eaters, he's like, it's time to be gone before the Ministry turns up. Um, Harry tries another spell, but this time before he finishes, uh, he gets hit with excruciating pain. I'm assuming someone crucioed him in the back. Uh, Snape roars no, and the pain stops. Harry's like collapsed in the grass right now. 
He hears Snape say, have you forgotten our orders? Potter belongs to the Dark Lord. We had to leave him go. So, obviously, Voldy, he's got a big axe to grind against Harry. And he doesn't want anyone killing him but him. Uh, So, they do not kill Harry here. Snape sees to that, prevents that. And they start to leave. Uh, Harry gets up one more time and tries to use the spells he learned from Mr. Prince. Um, Snape, not having it. He's just like, oh, nice spells, dickhead. Uh, easily blocks those as well. Um, and he tells him, you would use my own spells against me. So here it is. I should have known it. Voldy was too obvious. Voldy was too obvious. I should have known it was going to be Snape. Snape is the Half-Blood Prince. Um, Good stuff here. He's basically just like, you dumb fucker, you. Like, you suck. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh, I, do, I do have the quote here. He, it says specifically, I think this is interesting. Snape's pale face, illuminated by the flaming cabin, was suffused with hatred, just as it had been before he had cursed Dumbledore. You dare use my own spells against me, Potter. It was I who invented them. I, the Half-Blood Prince. And you'd turn my inventions on me like your filthy father, would you? I don't think so. No. Harry tells Snape, he's like, kill me then. Kill me like you killed him, you coward. And Snape snaps again at this. Don't! He screams back at him. Um, call His me description here is, is so good, too. Yes. Like, not just, obviously, don't call me coward, but it's don't, screamed Snape, and his face was suddenly demented, inhuman, as though he was in as much pain as a yelping, howling dog stuck in the burning house behind them. Call me coward. Yes. It's so good, dude. It's very, very good. Uh, I, yeah, I like this interaction, obviously, a lot. Uh, right then, who should come to Harry's aid? But it's Reese, with- Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Reese Witherspoon to the rescue. Good old Wither Wings. Um comes in and starts clawing at Snape or something like that. Uh, anyway, Snape has to run off. Uh, but he escapes. They, they all get outside the grounds and apparate out of there. You mean disapparate? No, I refuse to. Uh, <laughs> the whole coming and going thing, apparate, disapparate, is so stupid to me. So stupid. What decides whether you're coming or going? What's the cutoff? Semantics. It's real dumb. It's real dumb. I refuse to say disapparate. Uh, Joke's on you. You just said it. Ah. God damn it. <laughs> Got his ass. Uh, so Hagrid comes out with Fang. They put out his burning house. They they use some uh, water spell. Hagrid comments that it's not too bad. Nothing that Dumble can't fix, which is oh just soul crushing. Just oh soul crushing. Harry this has to do it. exchange between Harry and Hagrid is so hard also like just Hagrid's yeah naiveness yeah oh 
Yeah, Harry very painfully tells him that Snape killed Dumbledore. He says Dumbledore's dead. Snape killed him. Hagrid does not believe him. Uh, he thinks he's, you know, ha- I mean, Harry's like all like pretty fucked up and like bloodied up uh, at this point. Like, you know, he's been fighting Dieters and Snape and all this shit. So Hagrid just thinks he's like in shock or took a hit to the head or something like that. Uh, you know, and Hagrid is like maybe the biggest Dumble stan of all time. Like, yeah. going way back to book one, you know, all he said was like, Dumbledore's a great man. Dumbledore's a great man. Right. So Hagrid owes Dumble so much and just, you know, he just refuses to believe this. And it's it's so sad. Um, anyway, they start to go back to the school. And uh, they see, you know, the there's a crowd starting to gather around a dark shape on the ground underneath the astronomy tower. Um, And yep. This is where, obviously, we find Dumbledore's body. Um, Harry goes up, and there's a good description here. Um, It says, Dumbledore's eyes were closed, but for the strange angle of his arms and legs, he might have been sleeping. Harry reached out, straightened the half-moon spectacles upon the crooked nose, and wiped a trickle of blood from the mouth with his own sleeve. Then he gazed down at the wise old face and tried to absorb the enormous and incomprehensible truth that never again would Dumbledore speak to him. Never again could he help. It's very heavy. Yeah, it's 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 rough. It's it's rough stuff to read. Uh, What's even fucking rougher is that Harry finds the locket. Uh, It's fallen out of Dumbledore's robes and realizes it's not even the fucking real locket. Uh, I did not see this twist coming even a little bit. This was. It's a good twist. This is the thing that threw me for the most loop. This this I liked a lot. I was like, shit, the (laughs) fuck? I did not expect this. It's like. That whole thing was for nothing, them going to the cave. That fucking sucks. Yep. So he opens up the locket. There's a note in here. I'll read this note. To the Dark Lord, I know I will be dead long before you read this, but I want you to know that it was I who discovered your secret. I have stolen the real Horcrux and intend to destroy it as soon as I can. I face death in the hope that when you meet your match... You will be mortal once more. Signed, R-A-B. Who the fuck is R-A-B? <laughs> Who the absolute fuck is R-A-B? Dude, I want you to know, <clears throat> this, is, this is a very specific memory. Okay. And, like, thing that happened to me. When this book came out, okay, I was at the midnight release, got the book. Of course you were. And probably finished it within a few days. What's that Get like? It? Finishing one of these books in a few days? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's nice. It's taken me, honestly. what, 10 weeks? <laughs> but anyway, the, the memory I was thinking is I could, without even looking at the book right now, like I could still probably draw picture perfect R.A.B. the exact same way that it's written in, this handwrit- in the handwriting in the book. 
That's because very specific. Well, I I know, but like it's because <laughs> I was so upset at this when I was a kid reading uh-huh. this. Like just like you said, I mean, it was all for nothing, right? And I finished the book in you know several days, and I had to wait. I mean, a year, uh-huh. a year and a half. I don't remember how long it was between, but. And all I could do that whole time was look at this fucking note. <laughs> like, just, I would just stare at it and be like, maybe if looking at it longer will help me realize who the fuck R.A.B. is. Right. Zero clue. Sure. So, yeah. It's ingrained in my fucking brain. The way that the R and the B, like, touch each other, it's, it's uh, yeah. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's, that's so funny that, you know, the, the things you will obsess over in between um you know big events like this i can remember like in between the fucking like star wars prequels coming out you know like me and my brother would like talk and theorize about like what was gonna happen and who was gonna fight who and you know all that good shit and you know it's just i love that kind of stuff um anyway to, to kind of finish this this thought here in this chapter uh harry says uh or harry's thinking Harry neither knew nor cared what the message meant. Only one thing mattered. This was not a horcrux. Dumbledore had weakened himself by drinking that terrible potion for nothing. Harry crumpled the parchment in his hand and his eyes burned with tears as behind him Fang began to howl. Uh, And that is the end of that chapter. What a banger of a chapter. Uh... This, this, you know, you get this really intense, like, heaviness of Harry telling Hagrid that, you know, Dumble is dead and them finding the body and all this. But, yeah, then you also get the action. I mean, you know, I I went through it pretty quickly, but it's it's in a very action-packed chapter. Yeah. Um, and the, the big reveal, obviously, that Snape is the Half-Blood Prince uh, and, and his amazing lines there. Uh, real real banger of a chapter. Yeah, and every I feel like Rowling did a a really good job with uh moving through it swiftly. Mhm. Yes, it's not a long but, chapter. But even like not even not even just the actual like physical length of the chapter, even like the way the way it's written and like the words chosen make you feel like intense like it's going fast like for sure yes one thing that stands out to me is when harry sees Ginny fighting mm-hmm. he says it says something to the extent of like he sees like red whipping around like like fire yeah like flaming red hair whipping through the air or something like that yeah and, and like just every descriptor of like as he's seen like these stages of the battle as he's running through hogwarts trying to like catch snape right everything is just so swift and like so precise and yeah. it's like it's so intense. Yeah, we've we've talked before. Like, I think her writing of action is is mostly very good, um, and this this scene was no exception for sure. Hell yeah! So, chapter twenty nine. Oh, the waterworks, dude. I'm sorry, buddy. During this one, both the both of the last two chapters, both of them. Yes. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I didn't like this chapter. Ah. Oh. Ah. Uh, Third, the last chapter, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm with you. Uh, I I have a feeling I know a couple specific things that you are not a fan. Sure, of this we'll we'll get to it. But uh, so Ginny comes and uh, kind of you know collects Harry from his you know being kind of just out of it, like you know 
over Dumble's body, um, takes him to the hospital wing. He asks her who is dead, and she says, none of them. The one that Draco mentioned uh, that I theorized a bunch about in last episode <laughs> turned out to be completely irrelevant. Uh, it was Bill. Maybe not so hot-ass anymore, Bill. Um, <laughs> turns out the werewolf got him, uh, but they're not sure what will happen to him. Okay, so see here, this to your point about, ooh, he's not fully trained. He sure managed to fuck up Bill pretty easily. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe Harry just has a better, like, reflex in that type of intensity. He has plot armor is what he has. Uh, but they're not sure. Anyway, Bill, the werewolf got Bill. They're not sure what will happen to him. We'll we'll get more on that here in a little bit. Neville and Flitwick are both hurt, but they will be okay. Uh, a Dieter got hit by a stray killing curse. Apparently, the huge blonde Death Eater they mentioned several times was throwing around... Uh, uh, abracadabra, like it was going out he of was style. Spamming it just like you. He, he was spamming say. it. I, I literally have here smartest Dieter confirmed. This unnamed giant blonde Dieter spam that <laughs> shit, my guy. And as I'm saying this, I'm also thinking about all it accomplished was he killed one of his own dudes. But I stand by what I'm saying. He got something done. It. It's not. A good something, but he got something done. Also, mm-hmm. in uh, smartest Dieter confirmed guy defense, uh, Ginny says she thinks that they would have died for sure if not for his luck potion. Right. She's right, like, right, everything right. was just missing us. Um. So, hey, good for Harry for thinking of that and telling them to take the luck potion. Uh, so they go into the hospital. Bill's face is all fucked up. Um, the wounds won't heal because they're cursed. Lupin says he probably won't have a true. He probably won't be a true werewolf because uh, Fenrir was not like in his transformed state. The moon was not full, but he will have some wolfish characteristics. Ginny uh, here tells them that Dumble is dead. And even Lupin loses it a little bit. Harry says that Snape killed him, that the, he saw it happen. Um, this is where our guy Fox starts singing. Um, he's Dude. like singing this very comforting morning melody that they kind of listen to that comforts them for a little bit. His uh, lament. Yes, Fox's lament before, so they listen to this for a bit before McGonagall comes in and asks Harry what happened. He tells her Snape killed him, and she's shocked, but she does believe him. Um, Most of the time, nobody believes anything this dipshit says, but uh, they all just kind of accept it here. I think the gravity of what has happened is they know he's not making shit up here. Right. They they all say they wondered about Snape with his history and how good at Occlumency he was, but Dumble would never hear it. Dumble was so sure, you know, and, and Lupin and Harry had this conversation earlier in the book about, hey, hey, it comes down to whether or not you trust Dumble or you believe in Dumble and Dumble trusts Snape. I believe in Dumble, therefore I believe in Snape, basically something to that effect. Um, 
One of them says, I can't remember if it was Lupin or maybe McGonagall or somebody like that, uh, Dumble had hinted that he had had some sort of ironclad reason for trusting Snape. Um, Harry's like, oh yeah, I totally know what that is. He's responsible for telling Voldy the prophecy and getting my parents killed. And he was, you know, all tore up about it, and that's why he basically came back and repented and blah, 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 blah. I don't think this is Dumble's ironclad reason for trusting Snape. I think there's way more to this. Sure. Um, Lupin, as, as far as it sits, that's how Harry's perceived. Right, that's, how ha- that's what Harry knows, and that's what he tells them. Uh, Lupin, shocked by this, he says, and Dumbledore believed that? Dumbledore believed Snape was sorry James was dead? Snape hated James. And Harry says, and he didn't think my mother was worth a damn either, said Harry, because she was muggle-born, mudblood, he called her. Nobody asked how Harry knew this. All of them seemed to be lost in horrified shock, trying to... digest the monstrous monstrous truth one of these days I'll learn how to talk <laughs> of what had happened um so yeah uh, again I think there's certainly more to the Snape story and probably why Dumble so fully trusts Snape than what they know and are discussing here and I think at some point we'll get that. I, I I think there has to be more to it. So McGonagall says that it's all her fault that she sent Phileas. And I was like, who the fuck is Phileas? I could not remember that this was a Flitwick's first name. Uh, I thought for a second, I was like, is this Filch? Is it Phileas Filch? Uh, I <laughs> was close. It's, they're both FFs. What's Filch's first name? Uh... Oh, come on. This is Harry Potter trivia, Mr. I've Never Lost a Round of Harry Potter trivia. Zach, you disappoint me so much. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let the record show that Zach loses every Harry Potter trivia ever. What is Filch's first name? Thaddeus Filch. He does have a weird name. I know that. They all have weird names, brother. That doesn't tell me anything. I have no idea. Now wow. I have to look it up. Wow. Fake Harry Potter fan confirmed. Confirmed, yeah. Smartest yep, 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 Dieter yep. confirmed, and now fake Wait, Harry Potter fan confirmed. I should know this. You should know this. Just plead forgetfulness like I always do. What is Filch's first name? Are oh, my like, God. Are you fucking kidding me? Is it Thaddeus? No, I absolutely <laughs> should have known this. It's Argus. Arg, yeah. yeah Argus Even Filch. I God think I need fucking that. damn it. Yeah, you're the worst. Yeah, no, uh, I do plead forgetfulness because... Yeah, Listen, you know, we're under the pressure of doing this podcast. Obviously, yeah, we take this on. very seriously, and, you know, it's, it's easy to get flustered. <laughs> Anyway, McGonagall said it's all her fault. She sent Phileas Flitwick to get Snape. Uh, she doesn't think he knew they were coming otherwise. Um, which makes sense because Draco was very 
not about telling Snape his plans. Right. Um, she doesn't understand how they got into the school, so Harry explains to them, you know, about the whole vanishing cabinet nonsense. Um, Ron pipes up here. And he says, I messed up, Harry. We did like you told us. We checked the Marauder's map, and we couldn't see Malfoy on it. So we thought he must be in the room of requirement. So me, Ginny, and Neville went to keep watch on it. But Malfoy got past us. He came out of the room about an hour after we started keeping watch. Um, He was on his own, clutching that awful shriveled arm. His hand of glory Gives light only to the holder, remember? I'm like, no, I absolutely do not the fuck remember. What the hell is this about? It's it's uh it's an artifact that we learn of at Borgen and Burks. Was uh, this at the beginning of this book? I think it was, dude. Uh, yeah, and and like <sighs> As they said this, I was like, this rings zero bells. I have no fucking clue what they're talking about. I was like Ye- did I fall asleep while reading? I actually, I can't remember if it's at the beginning of this book. No, yeah, I, I mean, I think it has to be. I mean, he was in Borgen and Burke's right at the beginning. But of this we, book. I think, if I'm not mistaken, there's also a Borgen and Burke scene in the in the last book. It it is mentioned before. Okay. Uh, I yeah, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, yeah, it's it is. I I I will admit that it is definitely like a oh, let's explain that real quick. Well, yeah, it's well. I I we'll circle back around to that. Okay. Um, his hand of glory gives light only to the holder. <laughs> anyway, I, it's even the way it's written here. It's almost like tossed off. Like, oh yeah, he's got that shriveled arm thing. His hand of glory it gives light only to the holder. Remember? Anyway, <laughs> it's like she knows. Like, yeah, ain't nobody gonna fucking know what the hell they're talking about here. Uh, he must have been checking whether the coast was clear to let the Dieters out because the moment he saw us, he threw something into the air and it all went pitch black. Peruvian instant darkness powder, said Ron bitterly. Friend George's, I'm going to be having a word with them about who they let buy their products. So I had a thought at some point. I was like, are we ever going to get they made a big deal about this? I remember Harry was like going through some of Fred and George's like more practical magical yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking like, oh, Harry's going to pull out some of that bullshit at some point to to do something. Uh, but the twist is no, it's actually used against them. Draco uses it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I think it's a cool it's it's just like like it it's coming from from where you'd least expect it. It's like, right. damn, damn, it's like, damn man, those Draco. are my guys, and you're fucking using their stuff to yeah. fuck me up. Just like, li- listen, Draco kind of the MVP of this book. Like, he he's not above using, like, his enemy's tactics and exploits. Yeah, man, and, dude, result-oriented. Right, he he got shit done, I gotta Throw say. Throw that on his resume. Exactly. He he swallowed his pride and used a couple of the the Hermione, you know, strats, and um, they fucking did him well, and he uses the Peruvian powder with his hand of glory. I hate that name, by the way. Let's just talk about that. Anyway. My left hand is my hand of glory, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I was waiting for something along those lines. I was like, come on, Zach, give me a good one. And you did. And I'm right-handed. Uh, okay. But it's the left one that's the hand. <laughs> what do they call that? The stranger? No, 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 no. That's when you sit on your oh, hand. Oh, that's right, right, make right, right, it right. numb so yeah. it feels like somebody else is yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, You can't feel it yourself. That's important detail for sure, for sure. Anyway... Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, please do just. Say I'm it. making jokes in my head and just laughing at them. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> well, now you gotta say them out loud. I was just gonna say that I'll show you my hand of glory next time we do a double Dutch rudder. <laughs> just gotta take the left hand instead of the right one next time. Oh shit. I'll show you my hand of glory. Um, so here's where I decided to toss into my notes. I'm not sure I really like or need this much extremely detailed explanation of what exactly happened here. Um, mm-hmm. I'd much rather be getting insight into how they're going to continue without Dumble and where things go from here. And I was already, like, kind of like, okay, do we need, like, this much super detailed explanation at this point? And then we get a ton more of it still to go in this chapter. So. Yeah, I think think it's more, the, the way that I read this, and the reason that I love it, is because we get a kind of like uh what what's the word it's not spur of the moment like uh a very unfiltered reaction from some of our favorite characters on you know like the severity of what's just happened like sure. I, I i like the whole like seeing how they all react to the news and see how they process the news i enjoyed that so okay that i'm st- fine with like sure th- like them reacting to like the snape stuff like, sure, that's fine. Them going to, like, very specific, explicit detail about, oh, and then Draco came out here and threw this down, and we did this, and we did that. I, I, it's so unnecessary. Oh, it's I see what you're so saying. It's so unnecessary. Saying, you're, okay, you're saying that the, the play-by-play is yes. as far as, like, what happened at the school. And that's like 90% of this chapter is like this very specific Okay, fair. Play All right. Play. That's that's fair. I um, get that. And it just I it, it I felt like it killed all the momentum. Like this book had like crazy momentum going. And then this just chapter just kind of killed it for me. Um but we'll we'll get through this. We'll we'll talk through this. So Hermione then is like, "Oh, I was so stupid." Uh she okay, so yeah, so Hermione and Luna went to go get Professor Snape, right? Mm-hmm. And um, or no, they were watching Snape. Well, they, I can't right? They, they were watching. They were like keeping watch outside of his office, right? And when Flitwick showed up to let him know that the Dieters had gotten there, uh, they I think they may have been under the no 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 they no Harry had the invisibility cloak. So they they must have just been hiding. Right. And then uh Okay, right. So 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 yeah, so I just I kind of skipped ahead a little bit. So this is this is what Hermione said. She says, I was so stupid, Harry. 
So this is Snape talking to them. He said Professor Flitwick had collapsed and that we should go and take care of him while he went to help fight the Dieters. Um, we went into his office to see if we could help Professor Flitwick and found him unconscious on the floor. And, oh, it's so obvious now, Snape must have stupefied Flitwick, but we didn't realize, Harry, we didn't realize we just let Snape go. So, yeah, Flitwick, they were hiding outside Snape's office. Right. Flitwick goes in to tell Snape, hey, because McGonagall sent him. Phileas. Yes, Phileas. <laughs> she sent Phileas. Uh, Snape stupefies him, comes out, and s- sees them, and then Snape's like, hey, go check on Phileas, I gotta go. Okay, so yeah, that so that happened. Um, what next then, Scott? Yeah, what next is so then the <laughs> Dieters that are so so then like all we get chimes in from all the Order of the Phoenix members like Lupin and Tonks and I, I didn't even take notes on all this, but I know they talk about it, it's like oh and then I threw a spell at this guy and he dodged it and then this happened and let me tell you my life story. Uh Anyway, they put up a barrier at the top of the stairs that a couple of the, I think Neville tries to go through it and gets his ass kicked. Uh, anyway, they can't get through it, but Snape runs right through it. Um, so they theorize that maybe you have to have a dark mark or something to get through this barrier. Um, and then also when Snape comes back down with Draco, they just let him pass because they, for all they know, they're still, Snape is still on their side. And Draco is just a student, so they right. are not going to fight him. They got other problems. So now, oh, this is where Molly and Arthur come in, and um, they they tell all the story. No, I'm kidding. They don't tell all the stories again. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, let's start over. We got to tell Molly and Arthur. I um, I just want the record to show because I feel like you might not like this. I okay. love the Molly Arthur. Molly Fleur yes. thing with Bill. I yes. absolutely love it. I love the Molly Fleur thing, yes. We'll, Fuck we'll, yeah. okay, we good. will absolutely get to that. Um, So, yeah, so this is where we get a little more insight into what's going to happen with Bill, I guess. Um, Arthur says, you said Greyback attacked him, but he hadn't transformed. So what does that mean? What will happen to Bill? We don't yet know... Um, said McGonagall, looking helplessly at Lupin. There will probably be some contamination, Arthur, said Lupin. It is an odd case, possibly unique. We don't know what his behavior might be like when he awakens. <laughs> and this is where my note just says, Yo, good for Fleur standing up for her. Man, she's Dude. not the superficial, shallow skank they all thought she was. Ah, uh, hell yeah, Fleur. Yes. She fiercely yes. defends her and Bill's love. Yes. And says that they will still be married. And there's this like big, like awkward kind of moments, but then her and Molly have a hug and cry it out. And they hug and cry and cry and hug. It's and it's so good. Great. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Uh yeah, I was like, hell yeah, Fleur. Cause she's like, cause there Molly says something to the effect of like Oh, he was gonna be married too. And Fleur's and, like, and Fleur's the so fuck? naive too. By the way, she's like, she's like, you what? You think he's not gonna love me because he's partially werewolf? And then Molly's like, well, I mean, no, I just I didn't know that you would. And she's like, oh, you thought 
You thought no, I wouldn't like him because he's not that. hot anymore? I love that specifically that she she first frames it as, oh, you think he's not going to love me anymore? When because they're it's all so thinking, naive. It's so pure. Right. It's so pure. Exactly. They're all, of course, thinking that she won't love him because he's not hot-ass Bill anymore. Uh, but she's like, her her love is so legit. Like She's like, of course he'll still love me. It's great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. It's, it. It's very good. And then- and then she's like, you know what? Fuck you. Give me that ointment. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put the, I'll fucking take care I'm of this. I'm a fucking I'll medicine take care of my his goddamn ass husband. Yes. It's great. It was absolutely great. It's so good. Um, and then not so great. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. There's what? one more line. Okay. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. This line is after what I think you're about to talk about. Okay. Uh, my next note after after the hypeness of that last note, uh, my next note is just, oh, Tonks <laughs> is in love with Lupin, not serious. This this was like the so most buildup for the least impactful plot line of all time. I, I interesting. Okay. I'm like so I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm, you know, Scott, I have to say, I think I have to call your bullshit here. Okay. I personally don't think it's, it's framed as like this mysterious, I mean, like, yes, it is like, I wonder what the hell's got her like fucked up, but like to call it this insane buildup, I think is a little, it's, it's reaching. When it's mentioned as many times as it was in this book. Like we had so many different callouts to it, and it's you just even told that she's me disheveled. Dude. Every like, time, she, every time I talked about it, like in our notes leading up to this, because I because I did it every time because I was like, I don't know what's going on here. I think we eventually got to a point where you even told me you were kind of just like, uh, it's uh, you don't have you don't have to worry about this. It's not. Well, it's I not wanted anything. to just like kind of like calm your fucking like you okay like. I feel like a lot of readers do this with a lot of things, and then they realize, like, oh, like, why was I fucking obsessing over that? <laughs> it's not that bad. Like, it's not bad. It's, it's just it's like... Not, no, no, no. I'm saying it's not, it's not that in your face. Like, it's just like, mm. hey, there's something up with her this book. Like, she, there is something up with her. And now we realize what the fuck's going on. I, for one, really like it. I like Tonks. I like Lupin. I think it's great. There was more mystery surrounding Tonks in this book than there was the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're such for a goddamn sure. moron. For sure. For sure. Hashtag confirmed. Uh, so, yeah, Tonks Tong is in love with Lupin. She she uses, like, Fleur and Bill's love here. She's like, hey, look at them. And... Because Lupin is also a werewolf, and Lupin's like, yeah, no, this is completely different. I just said he's not going to be a full werewolf. Uh, also, I'm too old and too poor for you. That was my thought. I was like, isn't Lupin like way older than her? Um, <laughs> but Lupin is like, this isn't really the time to discuss this. And I'm like, I agree. Fucking Dumbledore just died. And McGonagall, though, chimes in here. She's like, nah, Dumbledore would have been happy about more love in the world that was the line i wanted to point out <laughs> okay. i love it of course you do i love it all it's, you I need mean, is it's love so true to dumble 
That's yes, yeah, absolutely. McGonagall is absolutely it's so correct, touch, dude. I, I I am not exaggerating, Scott, when I tell you that I was in my motherfucking feels At when this? I was listening to this. All of it, oh the whole my batch. God, the I, whole the, thing. The, the only thing that moved me in this section is the, is the floor thing. Like I loved that. The rest of this, I'm like, I. Well, so far, I can't remember what else is coming up, but anyway. Oh well. Just you wait, sir. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> the little head shake that Zach just gave me was so good. Oh, just you wait, you son of a bitch. Uh, Hagrid comes in. Okay, anytime Hagrid is involved, yes, it's moving because Hagrid is like Hagrid's yes. a fucking wreck, uh, and I love Hagrid. Um, Hagrid comes in, says he's moved him. Uh, the body, obviously, of Dumble. Uh, that it, alone, it's it, just it, yes. So well, like I said, yes. Anything to deal with Hagrid is like rough because <sighs> the dude is a wreck. He's trying to be strong. Um, the school is under control. They've they've kind of gotten all the nonsense under control. McGonagall wants to talk to Harry and takes him up to Dumble's office. Uh, the painting. Harry knows that the uh, the office is the same as they left it. Uh, a couple hours ago. But the painting of Dumble is up. And I wondered about this. The painting is sleeping, and we don't get any more of it this book. I was very curious about this because, you know, I, I think we talked about however many episodes ago, you said, like, there's a sheet covering the painting, just kind of sitting in the back of Dumble's office, kind of listening mm-hmm. and learning, I guess, because the paintings are basically mm-hmm. their own beings. Uh, correct. Yeah, and uh, not ju- not only listening, listening and learning. Dumbledore is actively engaging with the painting sure. as well, like pouring himself into it. Basically. Sure. Um, I is is it is it gonna be asleep for for a while? I want to talk to this painting. <laughs> <laughs> I just I need I need more Dumble, and this uh, is as close. Look, let's just say this. As Your boy we took uh, took a little bit of night quill, some night night juice. Oh no! Took a little bit of uh, melatonin. Yeah, some ZMA. He's gonna get a good night rest. The fuck is ZMA? Uh, it's like zinc and magnesium and some other shit. It's supposed to help you sleep. Okay, whatever. Is this gonna be? I wondered if we were gonna have some kind of force ghost equivalent. You know, I, I, I've, I've drawn many parallels to, from Dumble to Obi-Wan, um, you know, because it's not Star Yoda. Wars. No, it's it's Obi-Wan. Okay. Um, it's Star Wars and it's what I know, you know, and obviously Obi-Wan comes back and, you know, has conversations with Luke many times or a couple times at least in episodes five and six. And I feel like there's going to be something. I don't know if it's Harry talking to this painting or if we'll get some kind of vision or dream or force ghost equivalent uh, of Dumble talking to Harry, but something tells me we will get more Dumble in some shape or form. Hmm. So, could be through this it's painting. A, it's an interesting take, Scott. <laughs> could be could be through this Rip Van Winkle painting. You're over really here. reaching at straws here with that take, aren't wow. you? Wow. Wow. Hey. <laughs> hey, listen, dick. 
You don't have to be a jerk about my theories, okay? I mean... Putting them out there. You just saw a painting of Dumbledore. Well, listen, I'm saying even aside from the painting. Oh, okay, you think there'll be something else. I think there might be something else. Because Mm. the painting is not actually Dumbledore, as you've explained to me. Mm. Um, as I have think I understand it from you. I think I think one thing that that should be known is like the being inside the painting, like the uh, magic or mm-hmm. uh incarn incarnation or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck you want to call it. it. It's its only purpose is to absorb that of the wizard that it is okay. meant to be. So Fair like enough. it, it's not it's not a separate person. It's just it's imbibed with whatever Dumbledore pours into it sure. and whatever it like collects through its surroundings. You're saying the Phineas Nigellus we see through the painting is a very accurate representation of what Correct. Phineas Nigellus was actually like. Exactly, yes. Okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, McGonagall and Harry in the office there. McGonagall asks him what he and Dumble were doing. He says he can't tell her. Dumble said he wasn't to tell anyone but Ron and Hermione. And I'm like, listen, my guy. McGonagall is just a smidge more trustworthy than Ron. Um, I think Dumble would be okay with that. Uh, Harry adamant that he is not going to tell her. She says the situation has obviously changed. And he says, not really. He didn't say to stop following his orders once he died and i'm like oh oh now suddenly you want to follow his orders oh to the letter God. buddy huh i knew now, you'd have now, to be a real fucking schmuck at some point in this now bag. you want to follow his orders to the letter for the first time in your goddamn life how I mean, he convenient. did it in the cave I fucking hate this guy you you being the biggest mcgonagall stand in the world like how does this not upset you that he just refuses to tell her um honestly dude i think the i think the like i was gonna say this to the end but harry's from the moment that dumbledore gets hit with avada kedavra at the top of the tower to the rest of this book and throughout the next book uh i become a fan of harry to to some degree like he's not my favorite character by any means but like there's a major shift in the way that he like is addressing things and the way that he's reacting to things. And I'm like, it's, I've already explained to you that it's in those moments that I like him the most. And obviously clearly there's going to be something that's going on with the rest of the story where he has to be in that headspace and that mindset a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I, I like the loyalty to Dumbledore. I like the loyal, the loyalty, the planned or geez, let me try that again. I like the loyalty to Dumbledore. I like the loyalty to the plan. I like the the kind of like unwavering trust and um, commitment to what has been kind of like laid out in front of him, even though he is still very unsure of like what that's going to be. But he's like, look, this is what I know and this is where I'm staying. Like, because Dumbledore said so. That's all well and good. But I feel like this whole one man army gung ho attitude harry fucking has is extremely naive and foolish like 
he he try we'll get to this later but he tries to refuse like ron and hermione's help even too he's like nah i fucking got this i, mean, I got dude. this all on my own bro okay that is textbook i know that's textbook gryffindor for sure no, no 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 not even gryffindor i'm saying that's textbook any hero in any fan like fucking fiction ever that's not true that's Frodo not true tries to leave without sam he wants he thinks to, he has to carry this burden example. by himself fucking i guarantee if we think hard enough i'm pretty sure luke's done it too what what i was gonna say is most times the hero has the re- realization that he can't do it alone and he needs his team he needs his friends right okay and there's still an entire book left sure Okay, I am but it just starts saying, off with being like, oh, I need to be, I need to take this weight on my shoulders alone. I have to bear the weight of the world. Ugh. Okay, fucking, fine, Every fine, fucking fine, hero fine. does that, dude. Fine. But again. Where's my chalkboard? One point, Zach. McGo- this, is, this is McGonagall we're, trust- we're talking about here. This is fucking I, McGonagall. Look, I understand. And look, and I will even say with retrospect, probably would be a good idea to involve some people. <laughs> you think? Yes, but still, again, what I'm saying is, like, in his headspace at this time, Dumbledore, Dumbledore himself had not even confided in, in McGonagall. Right. The, the reason being, the reason being is the less people that know that Horcrux hunting is a thing, the less chance that Voldemort finds out that Horcrux hunting is a thing. Sure. That, that's it. Now, is it flawed logic? Could, could they also not? you know keep a secret sure we can debate that but that's the point that's what's happening and like he's sticking to it he thinks ron is more trustworthy oh my god (laughs) well i trust dumbledore therefore i trust ron because fucking dumbledore told him it was okay to tell ron so okay lupin god damn you um Anyway, I'm fighting back today, you bitch. What? You're not gonna ruin the. I said I'm fighting back I'm today, not you fucking trying bitch. To ruin it. You're not gonna ruin the end of this book. I enjoyed it, except most of this chapter. Um. Anyway, he then tells McGonagall uh, about the Rosemerta thing. I find it odd that they had this three-hour fucking like breakdown, play by play of what exactly happened, and only now he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, Madame Rosemerta is fucking imperious cursed." Uh, anyway, uh, then the teachers come in. Um, this is Horace, uh, Phileas. Um, what the fuck is? Uh, the the lady, the Hufflepuffs, Helga. No, fuck, the Hufflepuff head of house. What's uh, her name? Sprout. Yeah, what's her first name? Oh my god! Oh, again, got him again. Got his ass. She she also it's like a Pomona. Pom- okay, that one I definitely did not know if that's accurate. I think it is Pomona. Sprout. It's it's all the heads of houses and check. um. Hagrid. I can't remember if he, he's here at the start or if he comes in later, but um, we get another amazing phrasing here. I, I can't believe... It's Pomona. It's Pomona. Okay. I can't believe the editors keep letting Rowling get away with this. Uh, this is Horace talking. Snape! Ejaculated Slughorn, <laughs> who looked the most shaken, pale, and sweating. Snape! I I'm taught him! I'm usually sweating when I ejaculate also. <laughs> 
Yeah, this place <laughs> and this phrasing here is so unfortunate. Why does she insist on using ejaculated for characters saying things? I hate it. I love it, but I hate it. Uh, Snape, I taught him. I thought I knew him. Horace is big upset. Um, he's ejaculating everywhere. He's so upset. <laughs> That's what happens, right? <laughs> Uh, McGonagall thinks they should close the school. Sprout says that as long as one student remains, they should be there to teach. Good sentiment there from Sprout. Uh, Horace pipes up, says that mothers won't want to send their kids. Uh, It's going to be too dangerous. Uh, Flitwick says, Flitwick, obviously, the most reasonable and, you know, sensible one of the group, says the Board of Governors will decide and make the final ruling uh mcgonagall asks hagrid he kind of goes both ways he's like i mcgonagall or excuse me dumble would want us to keep the school open but i also can't even imagine the school open without him that uh that small exchange of mcgonagall being like hagrid you haven't fucking said shit right let's let's hear what you think and he's like uh I mean that's that's for the heads of houses and right. the he's the only non head of house here. Yeah, he's just like I can't take make that decision. And she's like Dumbledore always valued your opinion, and so do I. And he's like touched, and yeah. I am like, oh. Well, let's fuck. let's be real though. No other teachers exist oh. at this school aside from the heads of houses <laughs> and Hagrid. <laughs> I refuse to believe any other teachers. Oh, maybe Bins. We've gotten some stuff on Bins. Pins. Trelawney. Pence isn't a teacher. Well, She's a librarian. Pence is a librarian. You're right. Yeah. Trelawney, Trelawney, Professor okay. Vector. Fair enough. Fair enough. Pins. Trelawney's still drunk. She can't come to this meeting. Um. Anyway, Friends. McGonagall basically ends with saying, like, listen, Flitwick is right. The Board of Governors will decide. They talk about getting the students home. And Harry says they can't send them away before the funeral. Uh, this was a touching moment. He's like, the students deserve the chance to say goodbye. Uh, they all agree. Uh, they also all agree that Dumble should be buried at Hogwarts. Apparently, that is not a thing that is normally done, but Dumble really wanted it. Uh, Harry leaves as Rufus approaches. Um, he doesn't want to stick around and talk to Rufus. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Rufus. So Harry gets back to you know the dorms, and Ron asks Harry if they found the Horcrux. He tells him no. And about, obviously, what he found. Um, Harry's like, who the fuck is R.A.B.? Harry just says, I don't know. Um, He felt no curiosity at all about R.A.B. He doubted that he would ever feel curious again. As he lay there, he became aware suddenly that the grounds were silent. Fox had stopped singing. And he knew, without knowing how he knew it, that the phoenix had gone, had left Hogwarts for good, just as Dumbledore had left the school, had left the world, had left Harry. Man, just a real, real downer, real, real depressing way Dude. to end that chapter. It's so fuck. It's so heavy. It there's, is. Um, there's a specific line about Fox's lament or the Phoenix lament mm-hmm. um, that I wanted to point out. I love it when writers or 
like I've even heard it like in songs before, like they do this thing where they take two words that mean the opposite thing and they use them to describe the same thing where, so like they describe the Phoenix song as terrifyingly beautiful. Oh, sure. Like I love those kinds of like, I, I guess I don't know what the technical term is, but like when that's how it's described and homeostasis. They, <laughs> <laughs> homeostasis. That's what it is. I'm sure of it. Um, it's just a really good description. And then they go on to say that, like, the music wasn't even necessarily, like, out in the grounds. Like, they could hear it within them. Right. It's just, like, a cool fucking yeah. thing. Like, dude, Phoenixes are so rad. And, like... Listen, Fox is rad, <sighs> specifically. So fucking I badass. I hope at some point... I, man, actually, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I kind of hope we never, as much as I love... Fox like we just never see Fox ever again um with Dumbledore gone Fox is just also gonna be gone sure but I kind of also know like there's gonna be some moment to some point when all their options are exhausted uh just like you know in the chamber like Fox will show up and fucking save the day and I'll be fine with it uh you know either way (laughs) like Fox rules I'll I'll be happy to see him again if that does indeed happen um, but yeah, heavy, heavy shit way to end that chapter for sure. Uh, chapter 30, last chapter of the book here, um, it goes through a bunch of people showing up for Dumble's funeral, uh, including our fucking gal, Madame Maxime. She's coming to pay her respect as well. Uh, Harry is spending, <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I kind of have to eat my words here, I guess, uh, Harry is spending all his time with Ron, Hermione, and Ginny, and I got all wise-ass here, as I am known to do, and I say, oh, so if he's so keen on following Dumble's orders, he hasn't told his girlfriend about anything then, huh? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Kind of turns out maybe he hasn't, <laughs> which I'm not sure I believe, but that's what the story's telling me, so Fuck. Fuck me, I guess. Uh, I was so sure I had him. I was like, oh, sure, yeah, okay. Okay, Harry. Damn it. Um, I don't know. Oh, this, this is just a dumb, funny detail about uh, hot-ass Bill. Harry says, in truth, he now bore a distinct resemblance to Mad-Eye Moody, though thankfully with both eyes and legs, because he's all scarred up. But in personality, he seemed just the same as ever. All that appeared to have changed was that he now had a great liking for very rare steaks. Uh, Fleur pipes up here and she says, So it is lucky he is marrying me, because the British overcook their meat. I've always said this. Uh, it's just very, very sweet Dude, and dumb. you forgot to mention the line where she's like, I'm fucking good looking enough for the both of us. Oh, yeah, I did. I fucking did. How did I not put that line in? That line is great. It's so fun. It's a banger, dude. It is. That is a that is that is a real good flex while also being like just so like sincere and sweet at the same time. Yeah, dude. It's so funny. That's, that's a real good fucking line. I'm good enough looking for the both of us. That's so funny. Um Oh, yeah, so here, here's where my note it just says, 
Well, huh, maybe he hasn't told his girlfriend, because Hermione waits till Ginny goes to bed to talk about old R.A.B. Fuck. Fuck me, damn it. Foiled. Yeah, you suck. I do. I definitely do. This is well established. They, our listeners know this. Um, And somehow they still listen. <sighs> a mystery that will never be solved. <laughs> So Harry's like, yo, you've been in the library all goddamn week, Hermione. Uh, Any luck finding out who this R.A.B. is? She says, no, I've been trying, Harry, but I haven't found anything. There are a couple of reasonably well-known wizards with those initials. We have a couple amazing names here. Um, (laughs) Rosalind Antigon Bungs. Goddamn. And Love Rupert Axebanger Brooks Stanton. Fucking hell, the names in these books. I love them. Uh, but they don't seem to fit at all. Judging by that note, the person who stole the Horcrux knew Voldemort, and I can't find a shred of evidence that b- that Bungs or Axebanger, Jesus, ever had anything to do with him. Both um, of those are bedtime words. <laughs> Bungs and Axe Banger are definitely bedtime words. Uh, <laughs> axe Banger and some Bungs. I don't know. I give up. And she says, yeah, no. You just actu- ruined my joke. No. <laughs> I <did>. Just no. <laughs> no. I, I would never do that. Person. I've never done that. She said, uh, no, actually, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about was, well, Snape. And she's like, so I was sort of right. Um, and Harry's like, are you going to keep throwing that? This again, you're going to keep throwing that in my f- face, Hermione? And um, so it turns out Eileen Prince uh, is Snape's mother. So she's like, listen, bitch, I was right. Fuck you. Um, Snape must have been proud of being half a prince. You see, Tobias Snape was a muggle, from what it said in The Prophet. Harry says, yeah, that fits. He'd play up the pure blood side so he could get in with Lucius Malfoy and the rest of them. He's just like Voldemort. Pure blood mother, muggle father, ashamed of his parentage, trying to make himself feared using the dark arts. Gave himself an impressive new name, Lord Voldemort, the half-blood prince. How could Dumbledore have missed this? Um, I I don't obviously think that he did. I think Dumbledore knows way more than these fuckers will ever know. They wonder why Snape didn't turn Harry in when he obviously knew about the book. Um, Harry says he wanted to distance himself from the stuff in that book that it proved he was evil. Hermione's like, eh, evil is a bit strong. She thought the prince had a nasty sense of humor, but not capable of murder, of killing Dumbledore, obviously. Um, Harry actually has a little pity for Draco here. Um, it's a good moment. Yeah. All his hatred is fixed on Snape. He's like, fucking Draco was in kind of a rough spot, to be honest, uh, but I really, really fucking hate Snape. Uh, they go down and outside for the funeral. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of good description of the funeral ceremony here. Um, I thought this was a really good, interesting moment. 
Uh, Harry's thinking here, with a great rush of affection for both of them, Harry saw Neville being helped into a seat by Luna. Neville and Luna, alone of the DA, had responded to Hermione's summons the night that Dumbledore had died, and Harry knew why. They were the ones who had missed the DA the most, probably the ones who had checked their coins regularly in the hope that there would be another meeting. Um, I just like that a lot because I like Neville and Luna. Um, and Luna helping Neville into a chair here. I'm like, mm, budding Neville and Luna romance maybe? Hmm? Are these two going to end up together? I'm pretty sure the last time you thought Neville would end up with somebody that person ended up with Harry instead. Yeah. Listen, my track record on these romances has not always been accurate, but I can I can definitely get behind Neville and Luna together because I like both of them a lot. Um, Turns out it's the only fucking romance in this entire goddamn series I can get behind anymore. You mean you don't support uh, Filch... Filch and Pins. Okay, two. Okay, two. I support Filch and Pins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fleur and Bill now. Okay, fine. There's another one. And Molly one. and Arthur. No, that that one doesn't count. That's not a budding romance. That that's that's they're already established. Okay, fair enough. Don't you dare say Ron and Hermione or Harry and Ginny. You know better than I'm, that. I'm not even going okay, there. thank you. I do have something special for you since we are uh, in this section of the book. Okay. Just thought I'd help you out here. God fucking damn it. <laughs> We're going to get DMCA'd. I know, that's it. I'm only playing that much. <laughs> Band of Horses. Yeah, let's just imagine Band of Horses is playing through this whole scene. I might cry twice as hard yeah, if that yeah, I is mean, the case for sure uh oh <laughs> all right i forgot i put this in my notes uh i said specifically i can get behind neville and luna together it's the only fucking romance i can get behind anymore so it better fucking happen or else <laughs> i pulled out the old zach special gonna the, pull out the old or else or else huh? period um Everyone ever from the history of these books seems to be here, except for my boy Lockhart. I'm not sure I can forgive Rowling for omitting him. Um, even fucking what's her name is here. Um, Umbridge. Umbridge. Yeah. Fucking Umbridge is here, but you can't have Lockhart be here. You're a dick. Lockhart's Rowling. still in Saint Mungo's, fucking signing away autographs, dude. That's why he needs to be him and that nurse lady that was like in love with him, like need to be here. I would. I That's would a budding romance I'd get behind. Yes, I would. I would be so happy. I would be so happy just to hear his name again. Uh, anyway, Hagrid brings in Dumble's body. Hagrid's a fucking mess. It's very, very moving. This is where we get the bit where Hagrid goes back and sits with Grop, who's like wearing a a giant suit or something. I can't even remember how it's described, but Dude. it was just very, very funny. Um, Dumble's Wait, you death. You didn't talk about uh, Hagrid walking down the aisle. I just literally just did. Yeah, but it's just so sad. <laughs> just talked about yeah but, it. but like but you didn't make you didn't talk about how sad i it said is. the words hagrid brings in dumble's body and it's very moving what the fuck yeah. do you want from me i need i need some tears i'm not gonna tear i'm not gonna i need tear. some tears i'm not gonna tear 
I need it. Um, Maybe this will help. If Lockhart... God damn <laughs> If Lockhart was here, I would cry, but she blew it. She missed her chance. Oh, uh, fuck. Um, Dumble's death finally seems to hit Harry. Uh, he, like... You know, this 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 is a common thing, like, you know, with people going through grief is, like, you kind of... You don't believe it's real or, you know... You know, it doesn't fully, you don't fully grasp, you know, the enormity of what it is, or it doesn't fully hit you until, you know, sometime later, a lot of times. Um, and yeah, it hits Harry here. He kind of breaks down in tears. Um, we get mentioned that the Mer people and the centaurs also are nearby, paying their respects. Everybody fucking loved and respected Dumble. Um... And this is this is good stuff here. I'll read this. Harry saw very clearly as he sat there under the hot sun how people who cared about him had stood in front of him one by one. His mother, his father, his godfather, and finally Dumbledore. All determined to protect him, but now that was over. He could not let anybody else stand between him and Voldemort. He must abandon forever the illusion he ought to have lost at the age of one. The shelter of a parent's arms meant that nothing could hurt him. There was no waking from this nightmare, no comforting whisper in the dark that he was safe, that it was all in his imagination. The last and greatest of his protectors had died. He was more alone than he had ever been before. Uh, I, I think that line, the last and greatest of his protectors had died, is like, that's that's pretty fucking heavy. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, Dumbledore... Dumbledore fucking ruled, and he did do, you know, as, as much shit as I've given him over the years for almost letting Harry get killed a bunch of times. Um, he did a lot to watch over and protect him. Um, and he's really only alone than he had ever been before, but he's because he's choosing to be, but we've kind of already been over that. I won't belabor the point too much. Good, because you'll just uh, concede to me again. <laughs> I re- no, never. I refuse. Uh, he does the whole... This is very... This whole scene is very, like, <laughs> shades of... I don't know why this specifically reminded me of this so much, but uh, the end of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Um, the first one? Yes, the very first one, because it's, it's, they're at a funeral. They're at uh, the Green Goblin... Uh, his funeral. Well, the dad, what's, what's it, Osborne? Um, yeah, Harry, or... Um, no, not Harry. I was going to say Willem Dafoe Osborne. Willem Dafoe Osborne, yes. Let's just call him Willem <laughs> Dafoe Osborne. <laughs> uh, they're at his funeral, and Toby Maguire gives, you know, Mary Jane the whole, oh, we can't be together, it's too dangerous for you speech, blah, 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 blah. And that's basically mm-hmm. the exact same thing that happens here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very noble of him. Yes, very noble of him. Much like Spider-Man, Harry is a dumbass. Oh my god! Uh, I hate Spider-Man. Let's let the record show. If anyone out there really wants to dislike Scott, I hate Spider-Man. I hate him. Anyway, uh, I think he's a terrible character. Anyway, he tells Jenny <laughs> that they can't be together. That it's too dangerous for her. And that he has things that he has to do alone now. And I'm like, bitch, you won't survive two seconds without Hermione or Ginny fucking saving your ass. He'll have at least one of them, I guess. Um, so here's we get like a little 
little more in-depth backstory on Ginny, you know, her unrequited love for Harry for so long. She says, I never really gave up on you. Not really. I always hoped. Hermione told me to get on with life, maybe go out with some other people, relax a bit around you, because I never used to be able to talk if you were in the room, remember? And she thought you might take a bit more notice if I was a bit more myself. <laughs> and I think that's rad. Smart girl, that Hermione, said Harry. I just wished I'd asked you sooner. We could have had ages, months, years, maybe. And Ginny says, but you've been too busy saving the wizarding world, said Ginny, half laughing. Well, I can't say I'm surprised. I knew this would happen in the end. I knew you wouldn't be happy unless you were hunting Voldemort. Maybe that's why I like you so much. Um, These two. Fucking hell. Isn't it just great? Sure. Isn't it just, isn't it just great, Scott? I hate you so much. It's so fucking good. I fucking dude. hate you. Uh, Harry gets up, decides there's no time like the present to start Horcrux hunting, um, but Rufus chases after him. Rufus tells him the word is that you were with him when he left the school the night that he died. Whose word? said Harry. Somebody stupefied Death Eater on top of the tower after Dumbledore died. There were also two broomsticks up there. The Ministry can add two and two, Harry. Glad to hear it, said Harry. Well, where I went with Dumbledore <laughs> and what we did is my business. He didn't want people to know. Such loyalty is admirable, of course, said Rufus, who seemed to be restraining his irritation with difficulty. But Dumbledore is gone, Harry. Harry says, he will only be gone from the school when none here are loyal to him. Very shades of book two. Said Harry, smiling in spite of himself. My dear boy, even Dumbledore cannot return from the... I'm not saying he can. You wouldn't understand, but I've got nothing to tell you. That was that was the whole thing in Chamber of Secrets, right? Like, when they took Dumble from the school, that was, the like, the same line of, like, you know, like... That was in, uh... Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he stayed like, loyal like, well, to Dumble it's, it's, in the chamber. Help will always be given to those who ask for it. Right. And then and then uh and then in the chamber he says that to Tom. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh so good call back there. Like Dumbledore's been driven out of the school by the mere memory of me, and he's like, Dumbledore will always remain as right. long as those who are loyal to him, you know, or whatever. Right, right. For sure. Good stuff. So Rufus is like well, listen, you must need protection, right? Like, I'm happy to give you a couple of magical hit wizards to come along with you. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Voldy wants to kill me himself. What the fuck are your hit wizards going to do, bro? <laughs> what the fuck do you think those assholes are going to do? Uh, Rufus asks if he'll do what he asked him at Christmas. Uh, basically, you know, like, hey, fucking, you going to stand for the ministry for me, my guy? And Harry's He's like, like you release Stan Shunpike yet? <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. This is Stan. Uh, that was a great... Dude, that was such a good joke. <laughs> it landed so it? well. It's an Eminem reference. Uh, 
So yeah, he obviously has not released Stan Shunpike. So Rufus. wait, that was an Eminem reference. Yes, thanks, buddy. You're the is worst. that the the song about the letters? Yes. No. What? Wait. What? Oh, the letters. That letters. Yes. Yes. Like yes, the yes, suicide yes. letter thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's called Stan. Is it called Stan? It's called Stan. Yeah. Stan for Stan. Exactly. Stan Shunpike. It's it's all about Stan Shunpike. Stan the man. I love a good Stan. Yeah. So, yeah, Rufus gets all pissed and he leaves. Ron and Hermione catch up to Harry. Um, I don't know what this note I have here means. <laughs> what, what is it? It says, Ron wise to punch Percy. I think what I meant to type was Ron wants to punch Percy. <laughs> Ron wise <laughs> to punch Percy. Um, For some reason, because Percy's a dick, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh. Harry tells them he's not coming back to Hogwarts, even if it does reopen. Uh, I think this is just about where uh, fucking Kindle told me you can't capture, you can't copy anymore, bitch. No more copying, pasting for you. And I was like, no. <laughs> what will I do? Midweek this week, Scott sent me a a picture, uh, and he was like, it, no context. He didn't say anything. Yeah. He just sent me a picture, and it was the notification, like the error message from Audible Kindle. or from Kindle, saying, "Yeah, you fucking, you've copied and pasted too much of our fucking book, you dipshit. Uh-huh. So you're fucked." <laughs> Actually, I think I got one more in here. Yeah, I did get one more copy in here. Uh, so I'll read this real quick. Uh, Harry says he's going back to the Dursleys once more because Dumbledore wanted me to. But it'll be a short visit and then I'll be gone for good. But where will you go if you don't come back to school? I thought I might go back to Godric's Hollow, Harry muttered. He had had this idea in his head ever since the night of Dumbledore's death. For me, it started there, all of it. I've just got a feeling I need to go there and I can visit my parents' graves. I'd like that. Uh, it took me a while. I was like, what the fuck is Godric's Hollow again? I felt like I had heard the name before, but I could not remember what it was. Uh, by the context clues here, I'm guessing that's where his parents lived, where they died? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's also, I mean, it's also where Godric Gryffindor lived, like, back in the oh. day. Just a little tidbit for you. I mean, that would make sense. That's why it's called Godric's, Godric's Hollow, yeah. Hollow, sure. And it is a mostly, uh, wizard village. Wizard like, it, okay. It's It's very much like Hogsmeade. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, And then what, Ron asks him. Then I've got to track down the rest of the Horcruxes, haven't I? That's what he wanted me to do. That's why he told me all about them. If Dumbledore was right, and I'm sure he was, there are still four of them out there. I've got to find them and destroy them. And then I've got to go after the seventh bit of Voldemort's soul, the bit that's still in his body, and I'm the one who's going to kill him. And if I meet Severus Snape along the way, so much the better for me, so much the worse for him. Uh, yeah. Great line, but boy is this bitch confident for someone who just got absolutely wrecked by Snape. Uh, a Snape who was not even fighting him seriously. Um, you, you, you better, you best level up, my guy. Because Snape wrecked your little booty hole without even trying. Um, his bungs. His bungs. God damn it. <laughs> so this is where I ran out. Uh, none of the... I think I had 
to type everything from here on out, it was uh, the worst. I don't know how I lived through it uh, being on the second to last page of the book. <laughs> I was about to say, dude, there's like half a page it's left. literally the second to last page of the book. And I was like, nah, what'll I do? Oh, I survived somehow. Uh, Ron says that they'll be there with him. Somehow Harry didn't see this coming. He's like surprised by this. They're like, yeah, we're coming with you. And Harry's like, what? You're an idiot. Uh, Hermione's like, you said to us once before there was time to turn back if we wanted to. We've had time, haven't we? I have no fucking clue what she's referencing here. I don't remember this. Uh, this is when he he tries to make make out like the hero and leave um at shit is that the beginning of this book i have no idea yeah i'm pretty sure that's at the beginning of this book okay Either fair way. enough yeah he he tries leaving and ron catches him it probably has happened multiple times um ron says they're with him no matter what but he's got to come to the wedding first bill and fleur's wedding harry agrees and is glad they'll have one more joyous thing at least before the world ends, the final battle, whatever you want to say. And that's the end of the book. That is Dude, the end of that's the end. The half blood prince. I'm cutting all your audio out. I'm cutting <laughs> no, all your audio. No, you're not. Forever. Not just this moment. I'm just cutting your entire audio, and it's going to be me talking to myself for this entire episode. I mean, you do that already, so. Fuck off. That's true, <laughs> though. Uh, final thoughts, Um, and then we can get to any questions you have for me. Okay. Uh, good book. Didn't feel overly long. Like, book fucking five did. Uh, but at the same time, it conveyed a ton of info. It was very efficient. I am more convinced than ever that Dumble wanted slash planned for Snape to kill him. Okay. There is no doubt in my mind. I... You know, we had... I actually just edited this episode where we had the discussion of the arguments between... Dumble and Snape that Hagrid overheard and I assumed that it was about you know Snape telling him he didn't want to do it anymore I assumed it was all about you know him just being a double agent with Voldy mm -hmm. but now I am a hundred percent convinced that this is actually what is he he is referencing that Dumble planned wanted for Snape to kill him and he's basically telling him, I don't want to fucking do this. And right. Dumble says, you promised. You fucking promised you would do it. So you're going to do it. Um, What Dumble's endgame is with this, I'm not sure. I'm sure he has his reasons. Whether it's just to fully you know, convince Voldy Snape's his guy, or if it's to spur Harry to action, or some combination of the above, mm -hmm. I don't know. But, a hundred percent. The Also, obviously, the way that he talked, like, the, the way he said, Severus, please, uh, when it happened. So good, too. Uh, 
no no chance in hell that Dumble didn't intend this. Um, Interesting. Well, razzle-dazzle, as they say. Uh, this book was not as funny as some of the other books have been, but I'm totally fine with that. The stakes have ramped up. Obviously, you're going to get more serious, more, uh, you know, mature content. So I'm fine with that. Um, even though I Scotty, not- we've had mature content since... Uh- <laughs> It's the very beginning. We, we add our own mature content. We are the mature content. The mature content, exactly. Uh, if I did not make this already clear, I really, really did not like the long over-explanation of exactly what happened, the play-by-play. It ruined all the momentum and was so unnecessary. We don't need to know the exact logistics of it. It could have been totally fine. Like, I... I I feel like we got the, we got the one cool floor and you know Molly moment, but I feel like there could have been so much power in like you know Harry, you know there at Dumble's body at the end of what is that chapter twenty eight, mm-hmm. um you know and the R A B thing and then start the next chapter directly with him getting ready for Dumble's funeral, you know? Like, nothing happened in between there that is totally necessary to the story. And I feel like it could have... It just would have been so much more impactful. It would have... I see where you're coming from, uh, especially when you, when, you, when you say it like that. Like, I, I definitely think that, like, that's valid mm-hmm. to feel that way about it. Uh, I know for one that, I mean, obviously I'm speaking for myself. Maybe the way that it was explained out, right? Or maybe even actually, maybe, okay, here's, here's the take. I think it's the placement, right, of where it's at. Sure. Uh, I, I want to know what happened at Hogwarts, like not from Harry's perspective. I wanted, I wanted that information. I still sure. like and appreciate that information. Uh, maybe the combination of all of that exp- explanation, uh, you know, where it was, you know, fit in. Maybe that's the issue. Yeah. But I, I, I do have to respectfully disagree that it's pointless information because I definitely like it. Not like fully pointless, but it's not it's not necessary to the story. Like No. The story could definitely easily continue without all that. And like I said, there were a couple select few choice things that were good. I feel like you could have done that in a better it was it was really the way it was done. Like I I feel like Rowling's writing is not usually like it jumped out to me as this seems clumsy and out of place here. Like it really Mm. stood out to me. It was like, what is with this like super long explaining play by play of, Oh, then we went and did this. And then, Oh, Hermione, we just missed Snape and Oh, we should have known. Oh, and then Tonks, I was fighting on the stairs and Snape ran through the barrier. When you say it like that, it kind of reminds me of like a, like a fucking like a scooby-doo episode right like, <laughs> yeah it was just like what what is what what is that it was just it was so clumsily done and i just feel like even if okay if you don't want to cut it entirely like i think you certainly could 
it should have been cut severely. Like it it ruined the momentum for me. And I I it very interesting. It kind I ugh, yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Hmm. Uh who the fuck is RAB? Also Scotty Scotty uh actually it's in the episode that just came out. Uh-huh. As of us recording this uh where you are kind of defending your position on like what you look for in fiction and you're like i'm not asking for it to be perfect (laughs) yeah okay well listen i'm not listen i'm not saying i need it to be perfect i'm just listen i'm gonna tell you this stood out as bad chapter 28 bad fucking ass awesome chapter 30 super heavy uh made me sad good stuff in there uh 90 percent of chapter 29 could have done without it could have totally done without it Fair enough. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at that take. And I don't think that's as hot of a take as, like, I'm giving you shit for. Right, uh, yes. I, I, I do. I understand where you're coming from. This is, like, the least spicy of Scott's takes. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, Yeah, who the fuck is R.A.B.? I, I got nothing. Um, You got nothing, huh? I got nothing. Like, I was like, should this be someone I know? But then, like, Hermione did all that research, and I was like surely if she did all this research and Hermione is smart and she doesn't know who this is, like this has to be just some character I haven't been introduced to yet. You may be right. And don't call me Shirley. I'm gonna though. Uh, finding and destroying four horcruxes and then fighting Voldy. Damn, that's a lot of work that this last book is going to have to get done. I'm curious to see how she pulls that off um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because that's that's a lot of heavy lifting this this Mm -hmm. book has got to do uh but also though like is it really four because rab sure seemed like he was gonna at least attempt to destroy the one right um could you imagine how bad it would be if they were like you know what let's just bank let's just assume that he he got it yeah (laughs) We can trust R.A.B. We don't know who it is, but we can trust him or her. Uh, you have no guesses. Have Where did no... your head go? The first place my head went was Dumbledore's brother. I don't know why. Okay. I don't remember his name, but I remember he his had name. A... His name's Aberforth. Yeah, maybe that's where I got the A.B. Just the <laughs> Aberforth. <laughs> Random mm-hmm. Aberforth. Uh, I couldn't think that the only way I was thinking through it, I was like, who has the last name? That starts with the B. And I couldn't think of anyone. Gotcha. Um I I feel like you once said we would get more Dumbledore's brother at some point. So I wonder if he's still coming or if I'm just misremembering. Oh, he's definitely he's still coming. I, didn't, didn't when he first came goats. up, we talked about him fucking goats or something? Mm-hmm. He's coming with his goats, dude. He's I'm telling a you. Goat fucker, he's coming everywhere. Uh, Aberforth, that's a great name. Um, could this be, no, I was going to say, could this be like the initials of some organization or something, but no, it seemed like it was, this was a more personal note. Mm. Um, I, I'm not saying that, that the, this is the correct family, but I, I, I do have to admit, I, I think it is a little strange that you can't think of anybody whose last name starts with B. Shit. 
Like, 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 I'm not necessarily saying you should know this person, like who RAB is. I, it's just you just said I can't think of anybody whose last name starts with B, and I'm like, really? <laughs> Wait, who the fuck? Uh, well, I mean, I can't say now. I, it's not Dumbledore. That's his last name, right? He's got 50 names. Dumbledore is his last name, right? It's Aberforth. Yes, yes Dumbledore okay. is his last name. I know. I, Why would Dumbledore take fucking I don't fucking Harry know. to go find this Horcrux that he's already taken? You're, you're making me confused. Ah, uh, shit. Weasley, her great uh, prince. No. <laughs> Fuck. Wait. Wait. No. Black. Oh. Starts with a B. Black does start with a good job, Scott. <laughs> I, hooked on phonics works for me. <laughs> Dude, you guys should have seen Scott. Oh. <gasps> <laughs> starts with a B. What was the name of Sirius's brother? Oh. Remul. Remul. Ooh. Ooh. It was Remul. Re- Rem- no, wait. No, Rem. It's uh, it's no, Regulus. Uh, Regulus. Regulus. I was confusing Black. Remus and Regulus. I was like Remulus. You were thinking Remus and Romulus. Yes. Yes. And and Regulus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Regulus something black. He had a personal relationship with the, how? Okay, because I was giving this some thought, but then once I read the part where Hermione's like, "Well, I've done all the research. I can't think of anyone." I was like, "Okay, it must be someone I don't know." Right. This seems almost too obvious to be. Well, I, again, remember, I, I, I was saying like, you're welcome to look into black as much as you want. I was just like dumbfounded that you're like, I can't think of anybody whose last name starts with B. Well, you know, Sirius. Listen, I've already forgot Sirius existed. <laughs> Sirius was not my favorite character. Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm an idiot. Listen, what do you want me to say? Uh, yeah, yeah, you Regulus are. certainly had a like personal relationship with Voldy, he was a Dieter. Um, uh, sure, I'll go with that. I have literally no other theories, so I'll hitch my sure. wagon to that one, I guess. Uh, that was my last final thought that I had. I'm sure you have plenty of questions. W- what do you want me to go over? I mean, I just, to be honest, man, we there's not really a lot of questions. It's just, I I just feel such a, a level of, um, I, accomplishment isn't the right word. Like. You I just feel, feel accomplished so con- that you got me this far. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel so content because you, you've you just experienced my favorite Harry Potter book. Uh-huh. And your take on it was mostly good. Uh-huh. Um, and all the things that I, that I genuinely loved about it, you, you love uh-huh. or like at, a lot at least. Um, you know, not, not to put words in your mouth, but. Like you, you had you had positive reaction, you know, and it's it's just it's just a nice thing, and I feel like w- when all these things came up, because like obviously I'm very passionate about them, and you were also finding the good in them, we talked about them. So I I don't have a whole lot as far as questions okay. go. Good. Um, I'm I, of glad course, you're content, we, buddy. That just makes me I, all warm it, and fuzzy just feels inside. Good. <laughs> just feels good. Just feels right. You know. Um. 
I do, of course. Just like I, the stranger. Of course. It just feels right. Just, no, it feels left, actually. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> left and right jokes. Boy, we're bringing out the bangers. Dude. <laughs> A whole nother level. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking, I thought uh, my Eminem joke was good. Fuck you. <laughs> dude. I mean, I think both of us had some bust jokes in this game. In this game. In this pod. It's, that's the way it goes. Saying? They can't all be bangers. Listen, you got to throw out some stinkers for people to appreciate the bangers, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, man. You got you to hit me with your ranking. Oh, of course. The ranking. The ranking. So... Book six. Uh, that's that's still sucks in the middle. Um, lot of Quidditch being Harry Captain. Quidditch being Harry Captain. Jesus Christ. Wow. Harry being Quidditch Captain. Um, all the momentum killed at the end. I just uh, now it's the best book. It's what do you want from me? It's the best. Oh book. my god. Okay, I was like, is he seriously going here? It's. I can't listen. I can't. It's it's the best one. It had probably my favorite two chapters ever. Um, uh, Spinner's End. Spinner's End. I don't know why it's one? called that, but you sure seem confident. That's the second chapter, right? That's Spinner's End chapter. is the name of uh, Snape Street. Yeah, if you say so. Um, that one and the Dumble Voldy conversation. Uh, when he comes back oh, to Hogwarts. Yes. Uh, what I, chapter is that? I don't know. I feel like you told me last week, but I don't remember. That uh, is... Uh, hmm. Whatever it is. Yeah. It was great. Um, it is very good. It had a mostly phenomenal ending. Um, it had... A lot of decent intrigue throughout with uh, the Mr. Prince shenanigans. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, like, I, I love book four, um, Goblet. I still love book four. Um, but this one just had it just, just had more going on for it. I, I would say this, this trumps it. It, w- it would be six, four, two, uh... I five and three. You put one over three. I can't remember. No, one's dead last. I don't give a shit about one. <laughs> um. Okay, then it should be three five one. It's no, I think it's five three one. Oh, because of the because you did really I, still like the. I really of- still liked the end of book five. Like there was just enough there, and I can't say. I can't say that there was anything in three that like really tickled my pickle the way the end of book five did. Um, but That's man, fair. did most of that book suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No kidding, dude. That that one is all ending, no nothing else. So I get. Wait, is the is the trial at the beginning of that book? The trial is okay, the, the trial beginning of that good. book. The yes. Good. Um, yeah, it's like the trial, and then like nothing until fifty feet of crap. Yeah, nothing until Arthur gets attacked. Well, see, and then even then, safe. like that's still like that's a thing, and then it's not yeah. like it's just whatever after exactly. that still for a while. 
Yeah, listen, this this one is the best. I I can't deny it. I wanted to be different from you, you son of a bitch, but we're too alike. <laughs> uh yeah, at, at the end of the day, it just I think it has more memorable incredible moments. Um like I mean the cave part was epic, the obviously the whole moon lightning tower whatever the hell it is. The lightning struck tower. Um, that's the one. Oh, by the way, the chapter is Lord Voldemort's request. Okay, there you go. Um, was all great, and like I said, there was there was a really good efficiency to it, and um, yeah, it's I think it's number one. To hell yes, to big surprise. Hell yes. Um, I knew that would make you happy. Uh, do you are you ready for the special surprise? Did you finish the movie? I finished the movie. Yes. Okay. I had a feeling that's what it was. The movie. Yes. Fuck yeah. Let's talk about this. So this is this is unique. I have never finished one of these movies so close to finishing the book. Obviously, that's I read because the... you actually felt strongly about this book. Probably. And also just because they're back and I was bored. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more accurately. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I finished the book first, and then I watched the movie. Um, and I have, I have some quick movie thoughts here. Um, so Half-Blood Prince movie. This movie had the most Alan Rickman, ergo it is the best movie. Okay. Nice and easy. (laughs) Easy peasy. Or maybe not. This movie had a lot of Ron and Hermione drama and Quidditch, ergo it is the worst movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh yeah, this movie's kind of a roller coaster ride. Uh there's a lot of really great and then there's a lot of like fucking shit. What was that? What are we doing here? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I've told you this. I think it and I and I'm sure it's because of how passionate I am about the book. Uh-huh. I think it's the worst book to movie translation but i don't necessarily think that it's a bad movie itself see i find that odd i'd like i'd like to get why you think that should i yeah, go through my uh, thoughts first and then you then you want to yeah, yeah 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 for sure okay. yeah do that um the dude that played horace was great um Fuck i think is. he nailed that role perfectly uh the, specifically the aragog funeral scene Dude, did I not tell I you? I think was my favorite scene out of all the movies ever. Like, that scene was so good. It was yes. so goddamn good. Uh, it was very funny. Um, uh, it, they, Dan Radcliffe's little, like... Yeah, the, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah even Daniel Radcliffe was useful for something for once. <laughs> uh, fucking Hagrid just standing there fucking bawling and like uh, Horace like doing his speech. He accidentally tears off like one of the legs or something. <laughs> of this. It's so good. And then it gets like super like, you know, like when he gets the memory, like it's mm-hmm. super like emotional and impactful. That scene was great. I was like. Is this a Harry Potter movie? What is this good ass scene doing in here? What are we doing? Did, did you take note or notice or care about the the fishbowl thing that Amanda and I were talking about? Yes, because because I do remember it is from the movie, not from the book. So that was so now th- then you had me confused because then I was like, wait, was this in the book? No, 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 it wasn't. Okay. 
that that was that was our confusion. We were letting the movie gotcha. memory kind of overtake. That the was a good memory. little anecdote too. It was yeah, all good. It was great. It was great. Um, continue with the great. The kid who played Draco did a great job. Tom Felton, dude. Yeah. Out of all the teen actors, I think he's far and away the best. Oh yeah, far and he's away. He's good in. Uh, he's in the Planet of the Apes movies. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Um, then he the scene where he fights Harry in the bathroom. Very well done. Good yep. scene. Um, I felt like even the movie gave it more like gravitas than even the book did. <laughs> it's yeah. like, hey, this is Harry did a real bad thing here. Let's take a yeah. moment. He almost killed the up character to address this. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a big roller coaster part. Then they dipped into uh, Ginny and Harry in the room of requirement scene. Maybe uh. the most awkward thing I have ever seen in my life. Dude, so I- bad. So terrible. I I I literally had to look away from the cringe. Uh holy shit, that was terrible. That's what I'm saying. This movie was a roller coaster, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, and you're 100 percent right. She's she's not. She's not movie Ginny is awful. She's not. She's she's she has no none of Ginny's personality. Yeah. And like I know I've said like I don't know that it's fair to blame it on Bonnie right. Wright, the actress. Right. I don't know if that's just like their direction. They didn't want her like to have her to have too much going on. I don't know. I I have no clue. Right. But either way, dude, it sucks. It's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. It's real bad. Uh speaking of real bad, uh why 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 did what what was where did this Death Eater fighting them at the Weasleys at Christmas fight? come from i guess that could be what you're talking about with the unfaithful adaptation i was like wait what the i don't remember this what what is what is happening here yeah no that that didn't exist it makes even less sense when you consider the, the there is no end fight yeah like it's like they just moved the big fight at hogwarts between the death eaters and the order of the phoenix to right there for reasons yeah, it's uh, stupid. I was like very like, this is incredibly lame. They like go up, they kill Dumbledore, they have their thing at the top of the tower, and then they just stroll out of Hogwarts like it ain't no thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then there's the little interaction between Harry and Snape, which was okay. It wasn't extremely well done. It was okay. But I was like, what? Why have that fight at the Weasleys at Christmas and nothing here? That makes no sense. I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Another change I thought I was going to hate, but I actually didn't mind at the end, was when Dumble is just like, Harry, hide. And he doesn't actually, like, petrify him. And I was like, that seems like an odd change. Why would they do that? I don't understand. But as it happened, when it went through, I kind of ended up being okay with it. I was like, okay, they kind of pulled it off. They kind of pulled it off. I'm I'm okay with it. That's that's probably my biggest problem. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh last thing here and then we'll we'll get to you. Uh the shots of Harry and Dumble on the rock like amidst the crashing waves as they go into the cave. Mm-hmm. Uh also the shot of Dumble using the fire in the cave. Oh yeah. Rad as fuck. Uh Best oh, yes. two shots in the whole series by an absolute mile. 
Um, those were both, I was like, fuck, they finally spent the money on these movies. I was like, this is cool as hell. Yeah, I mean, it's made them fucking a lot of goddamn money, and uh, they finally are, you know, investing into that stuff. I- <laughs> okay, yes. Tell, tell, me, tell me why, tell me your problems here. So, I'm going to preface, okay, I don't need to preface anything. You, you know why I love this book. I was going to preface it so that I can, like, have you on my side, but I, I'm not arguing with you okay, here. Like, sure. this, is, this is why I feel this way. The reason that I love this book so much, aside from it being, like, I think just a next-level writing compared to the rest of the series, sure. is, I've said this before, is I love that we get the Voldemort backstory stuff. Sure. That, that is, I mean, and that is the, a running theme from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Like, Harry getting private lessons with Dumble, that doesn't get talked about at the beginning. Like it's it's a very very small thing, which it's okay that it was cut, but it is right. a small thing that. Listen, they have we to could cut. Have not ha- okay, hold on. I understand they have to cut stuff. They have to cut a lot for runtime. When they add stuff that didn't exist, okay, fair. That's when I have the problem. Fair. For example, Harry spitting game with some fucking cute ass chick at the beginning of that movie yeah i i believe i texted you about that when i was watching i was like why are they portraying harry as like this fucking fabio character like the, yeah. he, all the girls love him i'm like this is and not then, like and dumbledore like goes and scoops him up it's stu- it's so dumb it, uh it was like very quick and tossed off okay though, let's be so real. i would have rather had the the clanking of the fucking bottles you remember at sure, the, like sure. when, like Dumbledore talking shit to the Dursleys or the very 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 short scene of like Dumbledore pulling Harry into that little shed when he's like dropping him off at the yeah, at they the Weasleys totally skipped that yeah do you I mean do you remember that Dumbledore like, literally apparates him into the middle of a swamp and just pieces yeah, the fuck out fucking, yeah <laughs> it's hey, so- terrible uh, the only the only flashback or the only pensive memory scene we get is the one of the orphanage, which I know that you don't like or you're whatever about. Well, we get that. I and enjoy the, it. The other one, the real important one, the uh, the Horace one. Well, right. Okay, I'm sorry. You, you're right. Uh, but we don't get any of the morphin, like any of the gaunt stuff. Yeah. We, we that is this. That's why this book is my favorite because we get to build that character of of tom riddle of voldemort sure and and i don't think that the movie does that now right cinematically and like just specifically just like just it's it being a movie it's it's good i Mm -hmm. mean it it, it's a good movie for sure um but dude the dumbledore death scene oh my god i was not okay like really okay there is something that is just so fucking heart-wrenching like it literally this sounds like i'm exaggerating dude it literally brings me to the brink of like tears like my eye my eyes get filled with tears when i read how how dumbledore used his last second there to make sure that harry didn't intervene so that he wouldn't put himself in harm's way or anything like that and he and he petrifies him under the cloak and you combine that with the fact that harry is just forced to lay there and and know that he cannot do anything. Sure. Which is so opposite his character. He just wants to act. He just you know what I mean? Like he just wants to brush in there. Fair. It's so heavy. Totally fair. I I have thought about it a lot and 
I don't have here's the problem. I don't have I don't have the how you pull it off, right? Uh a small theme in this book was also learning about nonverbal spell work. Mm-hmm. Right? Like that has to be taught, that has to be learned. And so like it's brought up and introduced so that you can have that impactful thing there at the end. I don't know how you necessarily like navigate that like where you because inner dialogue's super cheesy in movies yeah like, yeah you don't yeah don't right do you it. don't do that like that's bad so like i guess i don't know how that necessarily gets navigated to make it as impactful as it is in the book but like the dumbledore death scene doesn't do it for me the way that even close to the way that it does it for me here i i book. i will agree it's it's not as good um and like i said i thought i was gonna have a much bigger problem with it but but i guess just the the framing of it uh like where they were at like the set design and the framing i think was was very cool um and also just like the performances of draco uh dumbledore and snape like sold it for me in the end um i also hated that snape was just waiting for him Snape was just like down there underneath like the floor, wherever the fuck Harry was. Right, right. And Snape was just like, Shh. <laughs> like, and Harry's just gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'll just fucking sit right here. Listen, that's not exactly so like true to Harry's character of what we know of Harry's character is like A, doing nothing and B, trusting Snape. Sure. Uh, I, I totally get 100% where you're coming from and I don't blame you at all. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think, I think in the end, like just. The way, you know, Dumble's actor says, you know, Severus, please. And then Alan Rickman, like, you know, almost with with almost no hesitation, just, you know, abracadabra. Finesse. Like, it was like that. That was good. That was good stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, um, you, you're right. You're right. I mean, cre- credit credit words do. Right. I, it's. I'm talking like solely from the heart here. Sure. Like These are the things that I love about the book that did not right and show listen, up or do it in the movie like my one of my favorite scenes the the voldy and dumble conversation didn't make it and yeah that's super sad but also at the same time i'm like yeah it's not when you're trying to cut down for runtime when you're trying to adapt a long book into a movie that's that's one i think you unfortunately can lose and have the story still make sense would i have loved to have seen it yes but did they even get Ralph? Did they like even get Ralph Fiennes for this movie? Where they're like, ah, nah, buddy, you can sit this one out. We're good. Uh, I was it this one where Harry is having like the visions of him on the train platform, or is that the other one? I can't even remember now. In a suit, it was very weird. I have that image in my head. I think it is this movie. It might be. So, it's like. Okay, I I actually do think that that specific scene, the Dumbledore Voldemort scene, like in the pensive, mm-hmm. I actually think that that is more pivotal than you think even now. It's very important. Okay, fair, but if you're going like they again for for runtime, I'm just making the devil's advocate argument here. If you're going to cut pensive scenes, you absolutely cannot cut the Horace and Tom Riddle conversation. That's right. 100% key to the plot. 
And I feel like as much as I didn't really care for it in the book, the Dumble going to visit Voldy in the orphanage also makes probably more sense from a story perspective in that, you know, we get, hey, collector Voldy was an evil little shit from the beginning. And yes, he's a collector of these tokens Artifacts. that will become very sure. important later on. Right. So would it's- I have liked to have seen the Gaunt scene? 100%. The Morphin stuff? 100%. Uh, the Voldy Dumble thing? Absolutely. But I think those other two, if you're going to have your movie make sense, are more pivotal. It's it's also like, I've talked about this a little bit with my sister-in-law, with Allie. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe I'm the- defending this movie against you, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Right? What, what the, the fuck, fuck is We're in the Twilight Zone right now, dude. What? Yeah, for uh, sure. There's also like, okay, we we have, we've come to the conclusion. I think it's okay for me to say that, like, you know what some of the Horcruxes are, right? Uh, I mean, I know what all of them are except one: the snake, okay. the cup, and the locket. And I don't know what okay. the other one is. Well, so we we know that uh, because of the scene, the flashback, we know that the cup is one of the Horcruxes, right? Helga Hufflepuff's cup. Right. Because we see Tom, we get that that memory of him, like, killing that woman or whatever, right? Right, right, right. They literally never talk about that in in the movie. Sure, no. And they just assume, like... It's just known, like, oh, yeah, this is the Horcrux. Like, none of those conversations happen in the movie. So it's like, how does that make sense to tell, the, to tell a good story? Well, like, cut out a fucking Quidditch scene. Well, 100%. Absolutely, yes. Yes. As I said, there were too many goddamn Quidditch scenes in this movie. Uh, and the whole Ron and Hermione fucking subplot, god-awful. Um, You're such a bitch. Why am I such a bitch? You're the one saying this shit needs to be cut. You only don't like the Hermione-Ron subplot because you don't like them together. Okay, can we agree that the whole idea of Emma Watson pining for Ron dickhead is the least believable thing of all time? I mean, Rupert Grint's not an ugly guy. Uh... I mean, I mean Emma Watson is literally like one of the most beautiful actresses ever. I mean, she's fucking gorgeous. Rupert Grint is no Ryan Gosling. That's the nicest way I'm gonna fucking say that. Yeah, uh, but the scene where he's under the effects of the love potion was pretty funny. I thought he played that very well. Yeah, um, yeah, that that is a good one. The rest of the time, I can't really stand him. <laughs> really, you you don't like Rupert Grint at all either. When he's being normal, I can't stand him. When he was being lovey dovey, I think I liked him. That was funny. Gotcha. Interesting. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, look. Either way, again, I just want to reiterate. It, it's not that I hate the movie. Sure. As like, if I'm just gonna like throw a Harry Potter movie on, like that's probably the one because it's it's actually a good movie. Yes. Like it it's just it's just that for the most part. Right. Sure. Like I said, it it has its roller coaster moments where it like goes from, wow, this is incredibly well made. This is great. Why? Why would you do that? (laughs) Yeah. Um. I will. I will say. I do think that. Prisoner of Azkaban is the best book to movie translation. Yeah, you've said that before. 
And maybe uh, it's just because, like I said, I've never watched a movie in this close proximity to the book. Um, and maybe that has a lot to do with this. I was noticing a lot of lines lifted directly from the text that they were saying in the movies, like word for word. So yeah. that's where I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is pretty faithful. Again, obviously they changed things and especially that Weasley scene at Christmas, the fight at the Weasleys God, like so dumb, is dude. like the most unnecessary error forced I don't why they changed that. It's is like seven me. minutes too. Like it's a long time. It's just why? Why does it need to be there? I that has to be like a pacing thing for them. Like like the studio must have been like uh, there hasn't been an action scene in an hour of this movie. You got to have an action scene here. Like that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, couldn't tell you. Anyway, dude. So does this rank as the as the best movie? Of, yes, of it's them the so best far? book. It's okay. the best movie. Yes, okay, easy, gotcha, easy, gotcha, easy. Gotcha, easy. Gotcha. Best book, best movie. I mean, wow. Yeah. What do you want from me? I'm a Harry Potter stan. I know. I guess <laughs> I'm over here you're, defending the goddamn movie from you of all people. So I guess Potter you got Stan Shunpike. Just fucking stub a shove a Stan Shunpike right up my stub ass. A, I guess. <laughs> stub a Stan. Stub a Stan. <laughs> Give me the old Shun Pike. That's my favorite That's scuba sex Steve's move. Steve's brother, Stub a st- <laughs> Stub Shun Pike. Dude. Hey, this Stub is Scuba and Steve Stan. and his brother, Stub a Stan. Stub and Stan are an inseparable team, man. Stub and Stan go everywhere together. Oh, How is Stub so- even coping with his brother, his best bud in prison, man? Dude. <laughs> Wow. Fuck, dude. Uh that was that was wild. I'm so glad you liked the book, man. That certainly was an episode. We we said we had a lot to get to in this one. Yeah. Boy, well, howdy. there's one last thing we have to do. Oh no. I, I feel like I always give my prediction on how you're going to take the next book. You do. You do like to do that. Heavy sigh from my guy over here. I think that the same way that you feel about the movie that you just watched oh. is probably the same way you're going to feel about this next book. Okay. A real roller coaster th- ride, eh? Yes. I think the good moments are extremely good. Uh huh. And the bad is extremely bad. And I think the, the, I think the bad is when you're as particular as you are and 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 like it's not even just you like when you like and care about the things that we care about Mm -hmm. there's some things that I'm like this is bound to happen in a lot of series that and this is a serious thing I'm not like I'm not not sure trying to like prep you for anything or anything like that but like any series when you have to tie tie everything up at the end, when it's the yes. end, there's always going to be some like mm, endings are difficult. Different. I I've yeah, said it tough. all the time. Like endings are so hard. So many people are always so disappointed with shows or series endings, and it's like, listen, a lot of the time I can totally understand where they're where people are coming from with these complaints. Game of Thrones is a classic example. Lost, whatever you want to say. Listen, endings are hard, man. Like, so very few get it right. Um, Right. 
it, it, having to tie up loose ends in a way that satisfies people, you know, closing the loops on all your stories. Uh, it's, it's not easy and I don't fucking like envy anyone that has to do it. So, well, I, I will say, I will say that like as a whole, the Harry Potter community like enjoys the last book a lot. Sure. So like, and that's coming from the people who are very passionate about it. Sure. You know what I mean? That's like, good. Uh, so it, it's not like, it's not to say like they didn't do a good job satisfying people, but when we're going to put this, this book under a microscope, there's mm. going to be, there's going to be like, mm, that's interesting. We that do interesting tend to choice. do that. So we like, do tend to do that. You know, uh, it's still going to be a ton of fun. I, I do, uh, overall, I do actually think you will like the book. I do think you'll like the pace. Um, <laughs> we already know that, that they're going to go off and not be at Hogwarts. That's always, uh, that's already been said. Right. I, I do think that you'll be like, okay, I'm tired of being with just these three people for a <laughs> long time. Uh, but I, I it, it does get better. Decision-making gets better. The There's good dialogue. So I, I think there's going to be enough there that you, that you're going to enjoy it overall. Okay. okay. I'm excited. I, so we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> We're almost there. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to get to the end of this so we can, you know, maybe have some more, you know, full conversations about the story as a whole, I guess. That kind of thing. So. It can be some good stuff. Well, guys, that is that is going to do it for us. This, uh, You know, I'm actually surprised, Scotty. We're at two and a half hours right now. Shit. And I feel like I feel like the last couple uh, end of books we've been at like two episodes, <laughs> like the uh, one that we did with just Jake. the last one for sure. Right. I I honestly didn't think we were gonna go quite this long to be honest with you. But. You know, we had some very encouraging uh, messages from some of our listeners on Instagram that a lot of them. Several, several of you guys. I should stop saying them. It's you guys. You you listeners. Uh, over three people yeah. <laughs> uh who who felt compelled to let us know that 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 you enjoy the longer episodes mm. uh I, I scott i had several people tell me hey if i see it's over two hours i'm fucking hype that's what so, i'm here for i think we I all guess, know if nothing i'm a man of the people i'm just giving the people what they want yeah this one's for you guys uh, to anybody else who doesn't listen to this because it's a two and a half hour podcast, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the true fans. Fuck you. We do what we want. This is our goddamn yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're gonna wrap this fucking thing up. Uh, you guys know the drill. Uh, we appreciate you so much for hanging out with us for all this time. Uh, go hit us up on Twitter, on Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. And I will ask, because I haven't mentioned this in several episodes now, uh, if you haven't already, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, a five-star rating, or a one-star rating if you think we suck. Nah. That's also fair. Nah. But probably just don't do that. If you think we suck, just, like, don't listen to us. Don't don't put that shit out there. We don't need other people to think we suck. Captain Contradiction over here. <laughs> anyway, uh, that does go a long way. Uh, if you haven't already, we would we would definitely appreciate it. Uh, Scotty, you got anything else? Nah, I'm good, brother. It's hot. All it's right. hot as ass in here. It is hot as fucking balls, <laughs> dude. Dude, my ass crack be sweating. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next week. 